When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. KBJ. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KBJ show. To start your morning. Kevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious V. So don't get her pissed. This is Jason. Thoughts like a spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and stats. So get ready. Here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KBJ show. Hello and welcome to the KBJ show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Here we go. This is that one day. If you can make it through today, you're all good. <laughs> We're here. We made it. That's right. <laughs> Getting there, baby. All right, uh, KBJ, we got a little TV thing going on right now on YouTube. Love for you to check us out if you love those flat screens. Maybe you're at home right now. You know, you can switch from the WRMF app and go right over to your flat screen TV. Dial up YouTube, look for the KBJ Show, or go to kbjshow.tv and you can watch what's going on or you can even download for free the YouTube app and take the video portion with you wherever you go. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about today, Chamber? Well, there's a he- headline, Virginia, just rattling the snack community. Is it... Based in fact, or is this a hit piece? The headline reads, foods like ice cream, chips, and candy are just as addictive as cigarettes or heroin. (laughs) And then the whole article talks about pretty much how it's not your fault for overeating. It's the chemicals in the food that's making you addicted to them. I don't entirely disagree with that. So none of none of my snack habits are my own fault. <laughs> it's all because of the addiction that I have that my mom and dad gave me as a kid. There are chemicals in those foods that do release like dopamine or whatever the happy drug is in your brain, serotonin, whatever it is. And it makes you feel good. It makes you crave more of it. Ice cream's just as addictive as cigarettes or heroin. Kind of a bold claim, no? Does that sound like a hit piece? I mean, I kind of agree with it. Think about all the people in this country that have eating issues and love to eat and fantasize about eating. And, like, it's not your fault, Jay Bird. What are your thoughts, <laughs> Kevin? <laughs> is it is it one of those things where, no, don't take responsibility of it, or is there something to this? Yeah, no, I think there's addictive properties, like Virginia was saying. They have done studies on that. And, you know, you do make choices. You know, you pick up that first cigarette, you pick up that first drink. You keep eating them ho-hos. So, you know, you do have a choice in it, but I think there is something to it that it does. It draws you in. It's the same thing about social media. They talk about the things that they do. Brain hacking is a real deal. So I believe now as far as ranking them on how addictive, I'll leave that up to the professionals. If they say it's the same, okay. Well, I just think food's one of those things we love as a species. So, I mean. And some of us love it more than others, too. There are people that are just born 
to crave food more mm-hmm. than others, and I've seen it. You see it in my family. Yeah. Especially on my, if you're on my mom's side, you crave almost an aching for food. If it's on my dad's side, it's different. You have a different approach. Is that how they were raised, or is that just the way they were born? Studies, genetics? Yeah, studies I've read, it's a little bit of both. It's, yeah. Uh, it, part of it is genetics, that they have found that people have certain things, the way that their biochemistry is, that they're attracted to certain foods and they eat a certain way. And then a lot of it's cultural. So if that's the conditioning you grew up with, that's what feels right and seems right. And so not only do you enjoy the food, but it takes you back to pleasant memories that you have. And so it increases the amount of pleasure you get when you eat that way. All I'm saying is this. We should have another butter pancake party today. <laughs> and if we overeat. Dude, it's not my fault. It's not your fault. It's the <laughs> ingredients. It's, it's what they put in the pancakes yeah. that got me hooked. I am just a pancake victim. You got a pancake monkey on your back. I think there's almost a listing of foods that you can look at that are the ones they're considering addicting. Pancakes up there. It's everything yeah. I love. Everything I love is it's on the sweet list. I and think, it's carby. I think the part of it that is addicting is actually the syrup you put on it. Yes. They're finding that that uh, fructose corn syrup. The shug shug. Yeah, it's one of those things that is kind of rechanging your genetics and driving you to eat it. Dude, my family led the league in fructose corn syrup. <laughs> yeah. It's not my fault. Right. None of, none of it's you, my fault. You've definitely well, been conditioned. It's it's in so much stuff. And if you're not flipping stuff around and reading the label, you may not even realize that that fructose corn syrup is in a lot of our stuff. But I'm not even kidding you, though. If you looked, I mean, I'm not saying that we didn't. We never ate healthy growing up, mm-hmm. but we did have a lot of that stuff you're talking about. Right. Them cereals, them sweets, them sodas. It, we felt like that was normal. Fructose corn syrup and hydrogenated oils. Look in your ingredients. They're in there and they're not good for us. I find when I start doing research on anything I love, it greatly disappoints <laughs> me. <laughs> I stopped drinking the coffee, mate, here at work. I bring my own creamer that's real milk and real sugar because I don't want to put that BS in my body anymore. That's right. You replace it with something healthier like Kahlua. Kahlua is pure. It's made from sugar cane. Right. You do know you sound sometimes crazy. I do. Bit. I okay, know. All right, yeah. good. It's all balanced. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have on your mind today, Virginia? Okay, so I was thinking about this the other day. I've always had an issue in my house with the lazy person that comes over to the sink and there's all kinds of food scraps. Uh, in Louisiana, we call it gradu. There's yeah. all kind of gradu still stuck to the plate and they scrape it off in the sink in the garbage disposal and then run the water or turn on the garbage. Like, where does that food go? I all, I hate putting food down that hole because I'm like, where does that go? You feel like you're making a, a, a roach party. Yeah, I'm making a I'm making a, some sort of a blockage somewhere or just, of all this starchy food, noodles, rice, just stuff. Like it's not good to put that down the drain, right? And then I feel like too. You know, Ralph the Roach tells all of his friends, hey, you're not going to believe what this lady oh, did. Oh, in Virginia's drain, there <laughs> yeah. is so much good food for us waiting there. So I always tell everybody in my family to scrape your plate in the trash and then put your clean plate in the sink. Nobody does that. And then this morning, I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw on the Today Show's Instagram, plumbers 
talking about how you should not put scraps down your garbage disposal. Nothing huh. should go down there. So in a case of emergency, if a noodle gets stuck in there, okay, you'll be okay. But don't scrape your plate and all your garbage into that hole. That's not what it's meant for. Really? I don't know. Okay. Me, me and the witch kind of bringing some, <laughs> some knowledge today. I was just thinking about this the other day, and then when I saw it on Instagram this morning, I was like, all right, I got to bring this up, because food doesn't belong in that hole. Put your scraps in the trash. Wow. It doesn't seem right to put like a quarter of French toast down the it drain. It doesn't. And everybody in my family will do it. Like Rocco will put a half a pancake down there, and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Parent, Panda is so pumped you're not calling him out right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, the kids are the offenders. Panda will scrape. He's good about that. But the kids, they're just, you know, they're just <sighs> tax deductions at this point. Uh, right. <laughs> what I got on my mind here today, how do you guys feel about a yellow pillow? Now, it's not the color itself. It mm-hmm. is the time stains that come from it. You ever notice when somebody has a yellow pillow? Oh, you mean yellowed from time? Yes. Oh, yeah. I throw those away. There is a viral post that is out there of this um, kind of a boyfriend-girlfriend thing, and she discovered he had a yellow pillow, and he was like, ah, it's just a pillow I've had since I was eight. It's just something that is near and dear to me. And some people were saying, oh, it's kind of endearing, you know, it's a well-loved pillow, it's kind of like having a teddy bear, but is it really? Because those yellow stains, what is that, just decades of drool? <laughs> yes, and, and skin cells. Skin cells and, and hair, hair oil. Yes. <laughs> So other people are just saying, that is so gnarly. If your pillow is getting a little bit stained, it's got to go. And the question is, when does your pillow go? How often do you swap them out? And then think about when you go to hotels, how how clean are those pillows? You don't really know. You have no idea how old those things are. are. You hope they're newer. Yeah. Yeah. We, I say probably like, oh, I don't know. We rotate like... I put the oldest pillows in the guest room because we never sleep in there. But then I think about, oh, man, when guests come, then I've given them the funkiest pillow. Right. (laughs) How often are you changing your pillows? What do you think on on average? How much time passes before you go to a new pillow? I got my – Sarah from Twitter, Twitter Sarah, made me some chewy pillows, and I still use them. You mean you eat them? They're chewy like taffy. Mm, Delicious. Chewy, my dog. Rest in peace. Yeah, and I've had them, and they're they're getting a little bit of time to them. It's time to swap. I know it's time to swap them out. Experts are saying that every one to two years. One to two? Okay, I'm not doing it right. We bought all new pillows for Magnolia when she went to college, and I threw away like a bunch of yellow ones that were in the rotation but some of those yellow ones that i threw away they were like six seven years old right and you know there's other stuff in those pillows just other mites yeah exactly. no doubt that's exactly what i'm saying oh my god i'm going home today and i'm throwing out so many yellow pillow and i make sure your your drain is nice and smooth too people yeah. are going make sure yeah that stuff's not staying in there <laughs> how much of a yellow hue does your pillow have to take on before you finally throw it away how many stains before it's got to go and i was thinking about mine i love mine mine is a sleep number pillow it was not cheap 
And I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. I mean, it does have, you know, you pull that case off, there's a couple noticeable little stains on it. Does that mean it's time to go? Because it's over two years old as well. Some of the sleep number ones come with, like, a little, like, a special, it's got its own case with right. a zipper. Yes, maybe that's so what I need, just a new case. doubled up on the casing, I think, is a good thing. To me, as soon as it's yellow, she's got to go. It, 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 to me, yellow means might juice it means time it means, it means skins. bad decisions just not good stuff. gross people you brought home from the bar yeah it's yellow <laughs> we gotta get rid of it come on yeah <laughs> pillows aren't that much are they no well it, you can get a good pillow i i like to go to like tj maxx home goods marshall's sometimes they have better deals than per- like a department store one person just texted and said i spent 80 dollars on mine and now i've held it for four years I think the more you spend, the less likely you are to swap out every two. That's true. And those sleep number ones are expensive. That's, I think that's probably about the price of what I paid, too, for mine. So, yeah, you, I, I'm probably at least going to look in to get a new cover for it. But, yeah, I'm not sure that I'm going to go get a new pillow. I remember I went camping, and I did not bring a pillow, and I had to use a rock for a pillow. <laughs> Why? And i got to tell you. Because that's all I had. I would take off my clothes and use that first. And then what, sleep naked on, on, on the earth? It's better than a rock. Let me just tell you, pillows are important. They are important, yeah. <laughs> they are very important. We need pillows. Yeah, we absolutely do. All right, uh, coming up here on the KVJ Show, going to be dropping more stuff on you, including the price of Halloween candy. Remember how the other day we were having a conversation about how it just felt like it was more expensive this year? It is. I've already charted it, Kevin. It's double. Okay. It's ridiculous. I'll let you know the exact numbers of what it is. We'll talk about if you haven't bought your candy yet, what are you doing? How much more are you spending? I've got the exact numbers for you coming up my kvj show we're talking just last week about how some people in certain neighborhoods are spending a ton of money on their halloween candy it was somebody want to know if they were a jerk if they did not pay the candy tax which was recommended at around like it was like two fifty, three hundred dollars. Some people were saying they were spending as much as four to five hundred dollars on Halloween candy oh. in their neighborhoods. I was like, "What?" I couldn't believe it. I get mine from Restaurant Depot, and I try to buy the full size candy bars. And I just went last week to start stocking up. They have doubled in price from last year. Oh, I always get mine last minute at Publix during the rush. I always pay top place. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's how I roll. There you go. It's like doing everything wrong. Last minute Publix. Everything done wrong. And then I have all that candy left over, too. Because I bought so much last year thinking I had enough, which I got hit very hard. Okay. Even getting hit very hard, I looked back and go, dang, I got a lot of leftover candy. It's way better to have too much than not enough. Because last year, I got hit so hard, I ran out. Uh Uh-oh. I had to go over to Uncle Jerry's house and take all of his candy because his street didn't have as much action. I had so much action. And I think I have to do at least a mixed of 
candy and pizza because one of my neighbors was driving by yesterday when I was outside. And they go, uh-huh. hey, Bird, heard you're uh, giving out pizza this Halloween. <laughs> so there's already like a buzz. Oh, wow. The neighborhood of the word's out. Do the square cut. We talked about that. Yeah. You can ask any pizza place to cut it in squares. It's going to be a lot cheaper than cutting it in slices. I think I'm obligated now to do some pizza. <laughs> How many pizzas will you buy if you buy, say, to start three and you run out? Do you order more? I don't see pizza being the big winner. I think kids uh-huh. love the candy. I think okay. pizza is going to be more for the adults. The beer and the pizza is for the adults. It's going to be a oh, you got beer uh, too. Yeah. Oh, well, you I, have to have beer. Well, I don't know. Well, now it's. Well, I guess I'm throwing a party on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's start adding all this up. Um, how, how much is a large pie? Ah. Uh, it's a lot, Kevin. It's 2023. I'm already. If you get them from Domino's, you can order multiple pies for like eight, nine bucks a pie. But okay. then Bird's giving out Domino's pizza. It's not Mom and Pop's pizza. <laughs> that's, that's, How much is a Mom and Pop totally out of the game? No Pop, idea. Mom and Pop's is so much money 15. these days. Yeah, at least. Yeah. I know okay. places now that sell their large pizza for 18 to 19 dollars. Yeah, lying. A specialty pie. And do you want toppings or what? Yeah, keep in mind, I'm talking about 18 dollars for a basic cheese and extra sauce yeah. pizza. She don't get no pepperoni. Yeah, the, a lot of places have have gone to 18 bucks, and it's kind of the norm now. I almost don't even question it because it's just the way of the pizza world. How many pizzas will you get for trick or treat? I think I would probably probably do four to five just to start off with. okay so it's a, about a hundred dollars in pizza yeah. okay, how, you how gotta about- get either napkins or plates how are you gonna serve it Oh boy! I mean, I mean, the movie really just dried me out. <laughs> um, well, you better go get moist. Halloween's on the approach. Better sauce it up a little you bit. You better sauce it up. <laughs> Are you going to offer beer? No, that's a Virginia thing. Okay, Virginia's speaking for you. And you're I not offer do that. beer and water. I have little mini waters for the kids, and then mm-hmm. I have beer for the grown-ups, and I also usually have Fireball too. I offered soda though last year. Okay. I really, I, I thought I did, I thought I had a good experience last year. Okay. All right. How much are you going to spend on soda, do you think? Uh, well, <laughs> my own addiction alone, that's going to be. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. I see what you're saying. I'm I, just curious how much you're, you're going to be spending. He consumes like a 10-year-old on Halloween night. The amount of sugar that you eat. <laughs> Look, if you're not going to be Halloween, why why do Halloween? Right. Go big or go home. Go bigger. I just wish it wasn't on a Wednesday. It's a Tuesday, Pumpkin. I just wish it wasn't on a Tuesday. <laughs> you better get that date right. <laughs> <laughs> if your ass is out there on Wednesday, you missed it. Where'd everybody go? <laughs> <laughs> One heck of a party. Poor pumpkin. Oh, man. They say the average American is going to be spending $31.93 on Halloween candy. That's low. Exactly. I think it's very low from what we've heard in a lot of neighborhoods around here. But keep in mind, for us, uh, my mother-in-law will buy some, and she always puts out the bowl, and then no one ever comes every single year. So I don't know how much she spends. Probably less than that. So we we go below the average. I think the words got out in my neighborhood, and they're and they're shipping them in now. People are coming to our neighborhood that don't live there, which I'm fine with. But they hit you hard in my hood. Who's got more of hype though built around their Halloween? Is it the the witches' world or is it the bird's nest? Wow. You got pizza. She's got booze. So I'll tell you who's winning. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Ah, booze. Okay. <laughs> So if you want to look at how the prices have increased year to year, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, prices for Halloween candy have increased nearly 7.5%. Whoa. 
Now, that is uh, higher than the rate of inflation. So if you notice everything else kind of going up, your inflation 2 to 3% on most items, everything's a little bit different. But candy is higher than the average. So it has really gone up. That's about $2.50 more per person you're going to be spending this year from last year to get th- the same amount of candy. I think that's low ball compared to what I've seen. The, you're the buying more, size, but you're buying more than $32 in candy, right? Way more. So proportionally, you're going to notice that for every amount you go over, it's going to be $250, $250, $250 that you go over that. Yeah, but she's out in Tequesta where they're all fancy and all just, you know, they're, they're giving out, you know, beluga <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> Beluga's caviar. Mm. Kids would not be down with trick-or-treat caviar. <laughs> Mom's... I got fish eggs. I thought it was Crunches. <laughs> Kids be TP in your house for that. That's how you get egged. You will get egged. <laughs> <laughs> a caviar chocolate bar. Oh, gross. Uh, yeah. yeah, so you are going to be spending a little bit more, so you have to uh, do everything proportionally. They're saying because of that, a lot more people are going to be wearing homemade costumes this year. That's where a lot of people are going to try to save money is on costumes. Believe it or not, you can really legit save a ton. I remember yeah. my buddy didn't have a costume as a kid. We dressed him up as a plumber. We took an old diaper, put some chocolate in it, pinned it to his shirt, put a plunger in his hand. Like, yeah. oh, he's a he's a plumber. And he, did, he crushed it with Halloween. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of popular pop culture things that you can do this year, and you're not going to have to spend a lot of money. Barbie's going to be very huge. The Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey combination. You know, you could do that probably without spending a ton of money. So that's what they say. They're going to be going a little bit more to that. Now, would you be upset if somebody showed up in the exact same costume you have at a Halloween party? Never. No, never. That would nope. bother you. In fact, uh-uh. I would turn that into an opportunity to be awesome and goofy. Now, mm-hmm. you just found a new best friend. Right. You all get a photo together. Everybody's got the same <laughs> totally, costume on. yeah. What yeah. are you, Eight? <laughs> Some millennials and Gen Z are wired a little bit differently. 22% of them say that they would be devastated aye, aye, aye. and legitimately upset if somebody showed up wearing their costume. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. I'm legitimately upset. Devastated. Devastated. I got the same costume as me. Oh it's exhausting God. to be that devastated. I cannot believe she dressed up like Barbie. <laughs> If you're mad at somebody else dresses like Barbie, you dress as Barbie, you better check yourself. You're just mad because she looks cuter. Right. (laughs) That's what what it is. That's what ends up happening. Now, if that happens, then yes, there's real animosity there. If you're Barbie, but you're like an 8, and then a Barbie that's like a 10 shows up, you're like, damn it. Right. (laughs) What do you think about this? I got some Halloween Factor Fiction coming your way. Is this a fact or is this a fiction? There has never been a verified incident where poisoned Halloween candy was handed out at random in an attempt to harm children. Jaber, your mom always told you that. My mom led the league, and there's going to be razor blades in your chocolate speeches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big thing in the 80s. Oh, she, my mom would check every piece of candy, and then I started noticing when I got a little bit older, she's only taking the best chocolates. The sweet tarts are always left behind. The mints are always bought behind. So, you know, this, this <laughs> Snickers bar looks a little suspect. i got to check it. All right, Mom. Check it in my mouth. I'm taking the risk. <laughs> Damn, girl, we uh-huh. see you. Oh, she, t- she took my candy. <laughs> Did she ever? have real stories that she was basing her phobias off of just i felt like she did but mm-hmm. yeah looking back i think there was the news and the media scaring her yeah so so what do you think is this a fact or is this a fiction there's never been a verified incident where poisoned halloween candy was handed out at random in an attempt to harm children 
What do you think about that? I think, I think it was. I think that's a fiction. Gonna go fiction. Fiction. On that. Yeah, yeah. Fiction. Go fiction on that. We were scarred by the eighties and yeah. paranoid parents. I remember one time my mom, they had a thing at the local hospital. Joellen Smith Hospital was like mm-hmm. less than a mile from our house. And so we could go and bring our candy there and they would x ray it for right. free yeah. to make sure there was no razor blades or nails or sewing needles was also another one I had heard. Oh, they're gonna stick a sewing needle yeah. in your snicker. Yeah, why are they why are they gonna do that? I mean, if you know, there's not any base cases, that's just uh, crazy, and it's just a phobia. So I will let you know. A little Halloween fact or fiction? Is that actually fact or is it fiction? Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Atoll Vodka is delicious. It's basically the only vodka I've ever had that you can have it on the rocks and just sip it and not make a face. That's the great thing about Atoll Vodka. It's a crisp citrus finish on a delicious vodka. Grab some for yourself today. Atoll Vodka. I got it at Star Liquors right there on Indian Town Road in the public shopping center all the way east. But you can also go online at mashandgrape.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's time to gain some knowledge and learn more here than you would in college. We're the smartest radio station. We are the leaders in education. Is it truth? Is it lies? Kevin's the host. He's got beady eyes. Back to fiction. Okay, what do you think about this? Talking about Halloween candy. This is fact or fiction. There has never been a verified incident where poisoned Halloween candy was handed out at random in an attempt to harm children. Is poison different than razor blades and uh, sewing needles and push pins? I'd say tampered with, yeah. An attempt, I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the word is poison, so... I'd have to do a deeper dive on that. I'll just stick with that at this moment. But the witch is asking the right questions because yeah. we weren't so scared. We were more scared about razor blades yes, and poison. Yes, totally. Mm-hmm. That's what I was freaked out by. And how All do you right. put a razor blade in candy and then wrap it back up? I mean, you can easily. Right. I could get you so good. You could never get me with the razor blade trick. Mm-hmm. No, not you couldn't. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. You would, you would have to. Uh, what? They're going to take. Is there to open it and then give you the candy? I could open a candy and you wouldn't know I opened it. And we seal it. Yep. I got a curling iron, bruh. You're you're buying this, Kev? Mm. I can reseal. uh, 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 I can put alcohol in a Capri Sun and reseal it. You would never know. I learned how to do it on TikTok. No, my well, then there you go. This hooker had a flat iron and she snip off the top of it, poured in her vodka, and then pulled out her flat iron and resealed it. And I was like, wow, that girl is a legend. Mm. We'll go with uh, poisoned. Stay away from the uh, razor blades and all that. The word that I got to stick with is poison. Do you think about uh, poison? Yeah, has somebody put something in? to poison a child in Halloween candy. Has there ever been a documented case in the continental United States? I'm still going to say yes. Okay, you're going to still say yes that there has, so that would be a fiction. Yes. Based on that. 
According to Google and ChatGPT, that is wrong. So uh, why are we all freaked out about it? It's never happened. I don't buy it. It says it is legit. It says there has never been a verified incident where poison Halloween candy was handed out at random in an attempt to harm children. I like to perpetuate uh, false paranoia narratives, so I'm just going to say that it really did happen. I hate to ask you this, Kev, because I'm pretty sure you don't have this information, okay. but what about razor blades? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking on that, and the, the things that I'm seeing is that experts say legitimate reports of children being harmed by contaminated Halloween candy are best understood as contemporary legends or urban myths, that it's highly uncommon or never has really happened. Wow. Now, I can't imagine there's not one case of this anywhere but like i said on just a quick search if you uh just google what i just did it will come out that there has never been a verified incident where poison halloween candy was handed out at random in an attempt to harm children i do remember as a kid though that being such an obstacle or roadblock a little bit because you'd have to get the speech and then mom would have to go through all the candy and it was it, it made you you know, just a little uneasy knowing there might be razor blades in your Snickers bar. It just made you realize, oh, wait, not everybody in the world likes kids. Some people want to hurt kids. It did. That and it my, kind of broke your innocence a little bit. It was my first real hashtag, be cool, man. Come on, just be cool. Yeah, they actually trace it back to an article that came out in 1985. That checks out. And it was something called Halloween sadism that started in the 1970s. And it was running in the New York Times, the L.A. Times, Chicago Tribune, all the big uh, newspapers around the United States. And it told of an incident of a child being injured or it says he told Verify that he has not found one incident. Okay, so that's what the one person said when he checked the article. So that's where that's coming from. So in 1990, that article from 1985 was debunked. It, mm. it does show you, though, that all it really takes is people to get on a microphone and start freaking people out. And then everyone will freak out about it. Remember the whole clown thing? Kids and adults were not allowed to dress like clowns. They were they were really encouraged not to dress like clowns because people were being weird. A small group of people mm-hmm. were dressing like clowns and freaking people out. And then all clowns had to be... Clowns got canceled that and, year. And it wasn't really even a problem. But the media made it like there was this huge clown issue. The clowns were going to murder you. Yeah. And it just... <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I feel like we, we get scared about stuff. It was a tough run if you were a clown. You and were like, damn. People were emailing us mm-hmm. who are clowns clowns didn't work that year <laughs> yeah so they're saying that uh looking at this really the only documented case was one in 2019 where a 37 year old man in connecticut was arrested after parents found razor blades at the bottom of their kids trick-or-treat bag so he wasn't putting it in the candy but he was putting it in their bags that was an isolated incident. And apparently going back to 2012, there's a story where they said, yeah, tampering is extremely rare. And now we don't even track it as a police force because we're just not seeing it. <laughs> they said the one thing that is starting to rise, though, is people are sometimes getting confused and dropping edibles in <laughs> kids' bags that look like candy. And Some so, of those look like, the way they're packaged, they look like they're candy. Again, yeah, they're saying I'm, that's the true threat today. But I'm again calling that, the, trust me, y'all, there's not too many people that want to be giving out their edibles for free. Because they're do, expensive. Yeah, and if they do happen, it's going to be a rarity. Again, this is the thing, oh, everyone's giving out their edibles. No, they're not.
Mm-hmm. Someone's got to protect the edibles agenda. Yeah, accidentally <laughs> maybe once in a while, but you typically don't give those out. Yeah, so if you can find some actual stories of this, yeah, like I said, after checking the two big uh, search engines, they're telling me that it's never happened, which I find really kind of hard to believe. I'm stunned by that uh, factoid as well. <laughs> well, just because we were raised on razor blade chocolate. Yes, absolutely. I would imagine, in fact, when I Googled, I'm like, I'm going to find 35 stories and sh- nothing. I'm like, are they? did somebody just wipe the internet and chat GPT of any of these stories or is that a legitimate fact right now i guess i gotta lean on legit i have more questions than answers that's absolutely it right now (laughs) that's the truth with a lot of stuff when you go on the internet you're like i don't think i figured anything out it doesn't feel right no it doesn't that factoid does not feel right but that's all i got for you right now what do you think about this the average child collects up to 3500 calories worth of candy on halloween is that fact or fiction jaybird that's gotta be that's gotta be too low right you're thinking too low, 3,500? Yeah, that's too low. I mean, I think you could probably get, I know me. If I, you're not getting 10,000 calories in your bag, you didn't trick or treat hard enough. But then okay. again, I'm just going on how I was raised. And once mom did, did you check it, it, I was allowed to eat I, I was allowed to eat as much chocolate as I want and then watch Friday the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> so what so, do you think, fact or fiction, fiction. here? You're going to go fiction on that. Your insight serves you well, my friend. The average kid pulls in up to 7,000 calories worth of candy every trick-or-treat. It's easy to do. Oh, yeah. Man, oh, man. It uh, just kind of gets away from you. What do you think about this, Virginia? The original name for candy corn was chicken feed, fact or fiction? Chicken feed. Chicken feed. I'll say fact. It looks like chicken feed. You're going to go with a uh, fact on that. You are correct. Wouldn't you say that's the most controversial candy on the planet? It's a fun shot to make. Put a candy corn in a little bit of chilled vodka and a sugar rim and serve that as a little shot to your parents that are with the trick-or-treaters. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Candy Mm. corn. I just think it's weak. Yummy. You think it's weak. Uh, Jaber, what do you think about 19 candy corns only has 25 calories? Is that fact or fiction? It's got to be fiction. It's pure sugar, isn't it? It is. I, on, on paper, I should love candy corn. I love the color orange. I think they have that high fructose corn syrup in them. I, I just, like, you, you pick it up and your hand and your teeth start to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go, that's fiction. There are more. You're going to go fiction on that? You are correct again. 19 candy corns has about 140 calories and 28 grams of sugar. Yeah, because they're basically sugar, corn syrup, confectioner's glaze, salt, gelatin, honey, and dyes. That's what you're (laughs) eating when you eat candy corn. And they say that uh, Brock's, who makes the most, they churn out about 30 million pounds of candy corn every single year. Dang. In fact, Kevin, you didn't like it as well, correct? I know I did like it, and now that I really kind of think about it, I do kind of start to think it's gross. What about circus peanuts? Was didn't fat- like that. Okay, I did like candy corn as a fat kid. I was a anything sugar. I was all into candy corns on the rise, Virginia. Have you had the Jelly Belly brand candy corn? <gasps> It's elevated. 
it's more expensive, but it's definitely delicious. <laughs> Everything on Jelly Belly is elevated in price. Jelly Belly is definitely more expensive, but you can taste the difference. Jelly Belly is where I could order stuff from Ohio if I wanted to, right? Isn't that that, that isn't that, that that service where you can order things? No, from that's all? Gold Belly. Gold Belly, gosh, I'm different just, Belly, mm. baby. Yeah. I'm, I'm so old. many bellies. Gold Belly, you better bring your debit card, <laughs> and you better expect to pay triple. And after you order, you're kind of a big belly. <laughs> I'm old belly. I can't remember, and I got a bottle. Jelly Belly's the one that makes the jelly beans okay. that are all different flavors, like buttered popcorn and strawberry daiquiri. Gosh, I'm embarrassed. I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> Brock's makes enough candy corn every year to circle planet Earth about five times. Wow. Is that right? Is, is that a good thing? Not a good thing. No, but that's a crazy factoid there. They say uh, last year, $75 million they had in candy corn sales. Man, I remember a time I'd get on the microphone and just bag on candy corn. I'd see nothing but people agreeing. These days, I look down in the chat room, bird, candy corn's good. You're wrong. <laughs> the times they are changing. Yeah. Okay, so what do you guys think about this one? Tootsie Rolls were a popular saying for cat poop back in the 1930s when the candy was made, and then the visual connection was made and the name stuck. They do kind of look like a little cat turd. They do. Yeah, so back in the 30s, they're going, ah, I got to take out the litter box. We got some Tootsie Rolls in now, see? It's fake chocolate. It's chocolate that they give you when you're like three and you don't know any better, so you think that's chocolate. And then when you get a little older, you're like, no, bogus. I might hate Tootsie Rolls more than candy corn. I mean, I am so against Tootsie Rolls. It's fake chocolate. Even when they try to get different, they'll do like a lime kind of a Tootsie Roll or a, a lemon Tootsie oh, Roll. Oh, the fruit flavor ones? Oh. I, I like the fruit flavor ones. So in the 1930s, they called cat poop Tootsie Rolls, and that's where the candy got its name. Is that fact or fiction? They should fact. Change. It's fact. Fact. That is fiction. Mm. Damn it. Yeah, the Tootsie Rolls were actually named after the inventor's daughter, Clara. Invented in 1896. Wow. It, it, it feels like an old-timey. And her, name, her nickname was Tootsie. Clara was old AF. Wow. <laughs> Tootsie, as a nickname, is old AF. You know, the candy corn goes back to the 1880s as well. That's when they made the grossest candies. You're, you're not lying. Yeah. But it's stuck. Yeah. Still have it. I have it out at, right now at my house. Nobody's mm-hmm. surprised, old one. It's a witch's favorite candy. Yeah. It's KBJ. We've been talking a lot about uh, the Halloween candy here today, as I'm sure a lot of people are going to start getting ready for Trick or Treat coming up on Tuesday, less than a week away. So if we did a KBJ TV poll right now, who do you think is most likely to give away the best candy? Is it me, Virginia, Jaybird, or Denny's? It goes like this. It's pretty easy. One is the bird. Two, Virginia. Three... This is where it gets a little hairy. Denny's will be three. Yeah. Then suits. Yeah. The, now then Ralston. Then suits because you do have the Queen there. That, okay. And then you got Cannon there, which I feel like some mother in law. She does do it. So okay. she she does do decent candy, but there's not a lot. Yeah. Because there's nobody coming by. And I don't want people to get twisted. I decided on I'm going to be doing a few pizzas and then go. Heavy on the candy, so I'll have some pizza, yeah, few, and then but mostly candy. But it goes one bird, two the witch, whatever. I've been doing that. You're new to the game, you're a rook. 
I've been doing this for a long time. Here's the difference. I've been on both sides of the door. I I go hard with a <laughs> trick-or-treat bag, mm. but I, now these days I go harder with a trick-or-treat bowl. I have five bowls and a full bar and a keg. Don't test me. I just love uh, seeing the numbers on the poll kind of ebbing and flowing as you guys are pitching your case. They're going up and down based on what you're saying. <laughs> I have so many bowls, and I'm putting out fresh-baked cookies this year, and I'm putting out a full bar just so I can beat Bird. Nine-and-a-half-foot werewolf, game over. Oh, and by the way, I'm going hmm. to Lowe's today, and I'm going to the depot. I'm going to all of them. Yeah, yeah, but I can't eat that werewolf. I'm giving the people something they can put in their bellies. Yeah. It's not about the werewolf for me. It's about making my guests happy in my driveway. But then you actually have to talk, and people have to hear that. <laughs> oh, I yeah. Exactly yeah. Win. Okay. <laughs> Bird took the win, 64% of the vote, 33 for Virginia. <laughs> Myself and Denny's aren't even factors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see night of. We'll, we'll we'll both put up our video and see who the people really believe like brought this. it better. I candy off. I ain't scared. I'm going to win because you're going to get too buzzed and forget to do the video. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that actually could happen. <laughs> what a technicality. That totally could happen. Who on the KVJ show do you think is most likely to win a Halloween costume contest? I think, again, it's between... It's between you two. You guys are the champions of Halloween. It's it's bird number one. Only because you know I will go full gorilla and go, I'll go above and beyond. I will give him that. Like he doesn't have he has he has time to put together an amazing costume. Okay. I just I have too many balls in the air. It's hard. I mean, okay. when right. in doubt, she just yeah. witches it out, and it's like, all right, you're wearing your everyday. I and do. That's just a regular yeah. in my closet every well, day. I anyway. bought a new witch's outfit for this year. I did purchase a brand new one. Oh, wow. That was new that you saw at the KVJ Horror Movie premiere. Oh. That was a brand new witch's gown. I thought that was just a, a gown. That You thought she was just uh, going out like it was Tuesday. Well, when you wear nothing but solid black dresses every single day, <laughs> yeah. it is kind of hard to decipher what the different ones are. <laughs> right. This looks like you had a long Monday. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that whole cape. It was definitely a witch's gown. You had a cape? <laughs> yes. Okay. You were buzzed. <laughs> Who on the KBJ show is most likely to turn the lights off and heck like they're not home? <laughs> oh, that's, that's me without that's a Kevin. doubt. Oh, yeah. Kevin. That's, that's definitely <laughs> me. I'm probably asleep by the time. I think I am asleep by the time they start trick-or-treating, actually. That, that's how you get egged. Yeah, yeah I'm I not can even, see that. I'm not even awake. Uh, who is most likely to get arrested on Halloween night? I mean, I think, again, it's between the bird and the witch. Yeah. And probably the witch. Yeah, okay. it's probably me. Because she can get lippy with one of her neighbors. She, One of her neighbors loves her on the northern side. On the southern oh, yeah. side, they <laughs> hate her. He is not lying. The neighbors to my left, they did something weird last year that they've never done before, ever. They came out to the driveway and handed out like candy, and they were just hanging out there. And I was like... Why are they doing this? Stop. Go well, back inside like you've done for the past four years. So it was weird that they were participating in <laughs> Halloween and giving out candy to trick-or-treat. That's, that's why we hate them? They don't have any Halloween decorations up. I, I just They're throwing mixed signals. I don't like it. 
I love her because I have to, and she's on our team, but I can't watch her neighbors. Some of them don't like her. The music <laughs> is going to be so loud this year and pointed in their direction. I mean, she's mad because she's oh participating goodness. in the holiday. Right. How dare they? Dare I don't they like, they, they have, have a weird on their energy. I don't want their energy on my Halloween. Uh, yeah, no, I... <laughs> Well, if you'd like to see how crazy she looks, you can on YouTube right now. Just go and uh, look for the KVJ Show or dial up kvjshow.tv. And that's also the way you can participate in the KVJ TV polls. KVJ. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. The dirt of the day, powered by Giving Juice. I don't know if you saw, but uh, Kanye West was building this massive set out in Italy because he was going to be doing a concert there. And they've been building this huge site with like a stage and all this stuff for like the past month. But the concert that Kanye was going to do in Italy has just been canceled. Now, they're saying it was security and organizational issues, Uh which I can see, you know, somebody who struggles with mental illness may have a problem with security and organization. It's just, it's crazy town in Kanye world. And I can see where this would be an issue. But imagine how much money you waste building a set and a stage. Yeah. And then just breaking it down, the convoy of trucks, convoy, was seen leaving the area yesterday, and the concert is not going to happen. I'm wondering if Kanye's going to blow through all of his cash. That's what I was thinking. Because imagine, it's all on him, you know? you got to set everything up, and then you got to break it all down. That's had to be millions, he right? He seems to be just throwing away a ton of money. Now, I know he had a lot, but man, he lost a lot, too. I know. When that whole Adidas deal fell through with Yeezy. And Gap. Gap, yeah. And if he scales back... He doesn't. That's the thing. He doesn't. <laughs> He's building sets. It, yeah. And then tearing it, them down and then did no concert to make it profitable. It feels like no one told him that all of his big money deals fell through and he's still spending money like he has it. Yes, I would agree with that. And he's now denying that he's bipolar. I don't know if you saw that. OK. Uh, what is it then? Just I think he said it's ADD. OK. ADD right. or ADHD or. HIV okay. or uh, I don't know it's, it's something some initials HIV no not HIV it's <laughs> what <laughs> well that took a it's weird a, turn what? there's a big it's difference H- <laughs> ADHD <laughs> I knew it was letters ADHD uh, I knew it was letters Kevin he has, <laughs> he has FBI oh my Ray gosh is, what what is happening here he has OPP wow Kevin, that, that was the bigger me. story Kanye's got HIV something tells me the dirt's wrong uh. <laughs> We haven't delved into which letters it is, but it's not. He says it's not bipolar. So okay, all right. In other news, that's not so confusing. Uh, Frances Bean Cobain. Remember her, the daughter oh, yeah. of mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain. Guess how old she is now, Jay Bird. I'm going to say 23. She's 31. Yeah. I can't believe she's 31. Oh, I know that's crazy, right? She just got married. To the son of Tony Hawk. I keep thinking that the 90s happened 20 years ago. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. So this is kind of good. You know, I'm sure she struggles with demons about losing her dad when she was so, so, so little. And Tony Hawk's son knows what it's like to have a famous dad. So Uh hopefully those two can uh, give each other comfort. That's cool. 
Yeah. yeah. I do hope that. I remember uh, when I was working in New York in 94, there was a big concert going on, and I remember her walking around in the backstage. She was just a little girl at the time. She had these cute little earmuffs on, and she had this uh, furry coat, and she just looked like she was kind of scared to death. And her mom was so blasted and just making a spectacle of herself. And I just, I don't know, it was kind of a sad story that I'd always hoped that she would turn out great. And it sounds like everything's kind of worked out for her. So yeah. I'm very happy to see that. I mean, you see Tony Hawk. I mean, he looks like he's got it together. Yeah, he does. I'm yeah, sure his no kid, who's mm-hmm. also 30, yeah. has it together as well. And Yeah, that girl's just... seen a lot. Yeah, you hope for stability for her. Yeah. Tony Hawk makes me want to get on a skateboard, which, by the way, kind of thing about doing... I'd love to see it. Yeah, I'm kind of think about getting okay. into skateboarding. Dead by Christmas. It's a good age to pick it up. <laughs> I think so, too. Yeah. And finally here, Danny Masterson has been expelled from the Church of Scientology. They now define him as an SP, which is suppressive person. And this means that nobody in Scientology, including his estranged wife, is allowed to have any contact with him whatsoever. But it wasn't like they were trying—they were trying to save him. And I, I think, know. I think finally when they realized, oh crap, we're going to lose this one— I think they, they had no other choice but to go, we have to excommunicate him. They still are on the record saying he's innocent. Oh, like, wow. what? How huh. do you say that he's innocent and call him a suppressive person at the same time? This just shows you Scientology is more whack than we've been saying it is, and we've been saying it's whack. Wow. And that's what's going on in your dirt. All right, got uh, some celebrity birthdays happening today. Happy birthday to Sierra. She's uh, 38 years old. I think, did she sing one, two, no. One, she, two, one, two, yeah, step. One, two, one, two, step. I love yeah. it when you one, two, step. Okay. Yeah. I can yeah. sing one, two, step. And goodies, remember goodies? Heck yeah. Yeah, she now gives her uh, goodies to Russell Wilson, the quarterback for the Broncos. She still looks fantastic. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. At 38, happy birthday to her. Katy Perry is 39 years old today. And Craig Robinson, you might know him now from the Pizza Hut commercials, but he was Daryl on The Office. Loved him as Daryl. Yeah, comedian. Also, I want to wish uh, Charlie happy birthday from his mom, dad, brother, Jace, and sister, Emily. And uh, there he is. Proud photo from Lifeway Academy. Oh, cutie. Mm-hmm. Also, happy birthday. You're a 38-year-old mattress today. Stay golden, girl. Uh, Kelly, that is the birthday shout-out from Kim. Okay. I got some inside lingo, I believe. Mattress girl. Not a nickname I want. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I was <laughs> trying to figure that out myself. Maybe it's a joke, and maybe it's like one of those, you know, you rib your friend on the radio, call her mattress girl. I know nothing about people ribbing me on the radio. <laughs> what a birthday shout-out. You can let us know about it. Mail at kvjshow.com, M-A-I-L at kvjshow.com. Yesterday, I was explaining to you uh, what uh, girl math is, and this is just kind of the rationalization that some girls do on why they do some of the things that they do that guys would not get at all, how they spend their money. Like, for instance, buying a $500 purse makes sense if you use it every day because you're only paying $1.37 per day. <laughs> so, you know, that's girl math. It's amazing. Uh, but uh, I got a couple comments that I guess there's other different forms of math. Mom math is another one as well. I saw yesterday, too, there's fat math. 
Okay, Fat Mac, we'll I, have to go down that. I know about Fat Mac. Okay. I do know Fat Mac. I, I'm going to explore them. I'm going to look them up because when somebody told me there was mom math, I looked into it. I found there's gay math, dog math. We'll look into fat math. Oh, so, I love it. Yeah, it's so, all funny. The KVJ Show. Yesterday, we were finding out about uh, girl math, and it's the rationalization that uh, some ladies will take on how they spend money or do certain things, like having eight pillows on the bed but only using two. That's girl math. Someone else texted in and said, yeah, girl math is spending $3,000 on one Taylor Swift era's ticket and only spending $7 a day until next October. Thanks, Caitlin. <laughs> That's, yeah, my, my daughter does a lot of uh, girl math. That's kind of her thing. Uh, but there's apparently all kinds of different math, rationalizations on what you do, maybe trying to understand things. There's also mom math. And when I looked into it, yeah, there were a lot of moms that were kind of going off. And here's how they rationalize doing some of the stuff they do. Um, and it's behavioral stuff. It's not just all numbers. Uh, like, for instance, this does make some sense, though. This is how you do mom math. It says, I have to be at work at 8, so my kid needs to get up at 6.30. Then they need to start eating by 6.45, close on at 7, be in the car by 7.25. The process for the car seat takes five minutes, so it got to be there by 7.20. At 7.30, you got to find the stuffed animal that she wants to bring. Therefore, I need to get up by 6. And apparently, you can equate all that quickly. <laughs> Are you doing that, trying to run kids around, Virginia? Is that kind of like what goes on in your head? Because I know you struggle with math. Definitely. I struggle with math and being places on time. On time, <laughs> yeah. So how do you do all that? It's hard. I was going to say. They said uh, mom math also is when a mom says, hurry up, we're going to be late. We're actually already late. It says when a mom will say we're on our way, we're actually leaving in five minutes. That's true. When a mom says that we're five minutes away, we're actually at least ten minutes away. <laughs> I never tell Rocco the real distance because he'll revolt. Everything has to be 20 minutes away or less, or he'll be like, I'm not going. (laughs) (laughs) Mom math is also, if we say we're going to go to the grocery store for a quick run, we're going to be gone for at least an hour. At least. If we say we're going to Target, we'll just see you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) You can go to Target for one thing and walk out, spend $130 and not know what happened. I do that at the grocery store going there for for a sub you shop like a mom i do I, <laughs> and i have seven kids <laughs> they say that mom math is also the ability to immediately compute the exact amount of snacks needed for every social trip outside of the house yeah a snack bag is crucial like, okay we're going to be here for an hour we're going to be there for two hours going to be here okay i need 12 snacks i yeah, you, that's so funny you said that i shop like a mom someone said that not too long ago you go bird you always have snacks but better than a mom i'm like wow thank you so much nice compliment huh? <laughs> I, did, I felt yeah. good uh-huh <laughs> mom math is seeing your kids eat veggie straws and fruit gummies and saying eh, at least they're eating fruits and veggies because you know they're not going to later that's true Swearing you're only going to make one meal for dinner, but you end up making three because you don't want to hear them complain. That happens to me every night. Really? You just, you cave? Is that what it is? Well, I have to make one thing for Rocco, something else for me, and then something else for Panda. Panda can usually eat everything, but I won't do carbs. He'll do carbs. I only do the vegetables. Rocco won't eat the vegetables. Like, it's a whole oh, thing. Wow. What did you have for dinner last night? I had broccoli. That's all you had for dinner? Yeah, I'm trying to fit in a dress tomorrow night. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Just did no cheese sauce? No cheese. No salt. No nothing. Oh, she don't get... The only time Virginia will ever get 
dirty when the, with the food on a, on a weekday is yeah. it, it'll be on a Monday uh, Monday morning <laughs> he's oh, right it's after a Sunday brunch and she's got to be hammered from the day before like she's hungover Sunday yeah. fun day other than yeah. that she's got she's got witch discipline throughout the week because okay. mom's always got to go to a ball or a gala <laughs> <laughs> always got to fit into some dress I got to fit in this dress it's tomorrow night it's not looking good <laughs> oh, really? it's broccoli only Uh-oh. broccoli and hard boiled eggs but on, on, oh, oh my gosh yeah, what a terrible combination for gas for us <laughs> oh that is so gnarly really broccoli and hard-boiled eggs it really will do the trick no salt no nothing plenty of water i can drop a couple pounds of water weight quick doing that and gas you just blow the weight right out gas is not pounds i mean that just makes me so sad <laughs> Ugh. Also, mom math is rationalizing this. If I'm buying something for the kids, it's free. Huh? What? It says if I'm buying something for the kids, it's free. Oh, it doesn't count against your splurging. I get that. If it's for the kids and it's a necessity and it's something that they need, mm. it's, it doesn't count in your head. I'm not going to take away how much I'm going to spend on myself. Right. Uh, okay. Mom math is figuring this out. You put dry shampoo in your greasy hair. Or you put it up, saying that you're going to wash it later, but later means two days. <laughs> that happens a lot. Okay. Uh, mom math is, you put a water bottle in every room of the house. Even though my mother never, ever offered me water one time, my kids drink nonstop like they're a damn camel. Yeah, that is true. We, everybody in my house like just constantly sucking on a beverage. But when I was growing up, I never had that kind of access no. to beverage. What is it? Yeah. That mom says she has a water bottle in every room because the kids are always like, Mom, I'm thirsty. And like, why are they drinking so much? I saw on TikTok that reason we're drinking so much is because back in the day, our water used to be more nutritious and now it's not. And so we need more of it to stay hydrated. But back in the day, water had like more nutrients and stuff in it because we haven't depleted all the nutrients from our water. Really? We got to get her off TikTok. I don't know if it's true, but it made me think because like, yeah, my mom back in the day was not constantly giving me beverages to quench me. I was always getting beverageed. I always we we led the but it was sugary right yeah well it's Kool Aid we loved Kool Aid man (laughs) don't get jolt cola (laughs) God we love we just we loved the flavor of this massive sugar addiction (laughs) that's what I'm saying I don't know if it's my fault Kevin I was raised on snack definite theme to today's show you have it stacked against you because your DNA says give me sugar give me carbs and the way you were raised says give me sugar give me carbs you wonder why I'm always talking about snack parties Mm -hmm. and all that we would legit have snack parties for no reason. Yeah. On a Wednesday, oh, we got soda, we got chips, we're having a snack party. <laughs> we would have snack parties. It feels like tomorrow we need to be doing fat math. If I ate like he eats, I would yeah. be 450 pounds. Oh, I got so many issues, though. I'm all <laughs> twisted up, like a pretzel. Yeah. I definitely ate as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, coming up here on the KBJ Show, it's a world record Wednesday today. Jay Bird's got his pizza hat on. He is all ready to go. What is he going to try to tackle, and who will he challenge? We'll find out next. The KBJ Show. World record Wednesday. Gotta give your best world record Wednesday. We're chasing greatness today. 
Okay, Jay Bird is going after quite an impressive world record here today. He's going after the record to put an egg in and out of a balloon without breaking it. And the record sits right now at 28 seconds. Okay. So you put a, a, a regular egg, not cooked, in the balloon and then take it out. Yes, correct. And you Got can't it. break it. If you break it, you out. That's right. You out, baby. Oh, boy. That's how it goes. <laughs> now, I was watching back some of the old game film. Okay. Funny mm-hmm. enough, we did this one year ago. Really? Right this Almost time? Almost to the date. I okay. have zero recollection. I have zero faith because it did not go well. Didn't go well. <laughs> I broke it pretty quick. Kaboom and just done. Yeah, I did. Oh, hi, Burger. Hi, Hans. But I am wiser more flexible these days. You are not more uh, flexible. Or wiser. <laughs> you may have regressed. <laughs> yeah. I think we all have. But who's my victim? Who do I want to go against? Who do you want to challenge on this? Yeah, there's one yeah. I want specifically. Okay. Who are you going to go for? This person's name rhymes with Smurfman Jack. Oh, boy. I'm going to get egg on me. Oh, I don't know. How's that? You you work a lot with uh, eggs, Virginia. I mean, your I belly's do. full of them right now. I I love eggs. They are one of my like top ten favorite foods. Okay, so yeah, you've been eating them all week. I love hard boiled eggs. Are so good if you're looking to slim down. Now there is a technique to this. It is spread and spread big time. I'm good at that. Let's go. Spreading the balloon. So you want to really open the the hole. Of the balloon yes. wide to get that egg in there. Yes. Yeah. That is, this right, this technique is key. And I'm only saying this because I don't want to care on it and I want it in practice. And yeah. So you have both of your primary fingers and you're stretching that thing way out and you're just going to try to put that right over the egg and then get it right in there. That's my technique. But keep in mind, I'm the guy that broke it quickly. <laughs> I'm worried. I mean... The egg is so fragile, and the hole of the top of the balloon is so small. Such is life. Yeah. That's why this is such an amazing challenge. And the guy in the video did it in 28 seconds? Legend. Okay. All All right. right, So 28 seconds on the clock. Now, Virginia, you are right at 500 against Jaybird. Six wins, six losses. This is big. So this will be a, a defining moment for Virginia. All right. Jaybird sits at 18 wins and 17 losses in World Record Wednesday's Challenge Edition. Equally as big because we're getting to the end of the year, and I said if I am not at a 500 level, yeah. you guys can do whatever you want to me. Oh, we already know what it is. Throw you off the balcony like a pumpkin a few Halloweens ago. <sighs> land, land on my feet like a cat. Just don't land on the building manager. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like we almost did. <laughs> Yeah. That relationship, by the way, I think is completely just... It feels healthy these it's days. It's very healthy, Kevin. I love that. He That's don't nice speak for me. That. I'm still holding a grudge. Yeah, Virginia has a lot of still damaged relationships, but... <laughs> yeah, but I mean... Everybody else is yeah. doing a lot better. He is being a lot nicer. Uh-huh. And now when we see each other, we just go, hi. It's only a slight scowl. It's, a, it's only a slight <laughs> scowl. <laughs> And we, we both nod, like, yeah. all right, this I see guy, you. This I guy's see you. Good. But he's very friendly to Denny's. Him and Denny's have a whole thing now. Oh, he's which, very friendly uh, to me, too. Uh-huh. I saw the other day, and I was like, wow, didn't realize you were that close. Uh-huh. Yeah, she, she had an attitude. And I, the only reason why I bring it up is because we're, we're trying to do the work on rebuilding 
relationships. She's over There's there. There's still going, one hurdle. Yeah. I hold a grudge. You do. If you misbehave, I will remember <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, good Lord. All right. <laughs> Let's do this. All right. Put an egg in and out of a balloon without breaking it. The record stands at 28 seconds. Predictions? I'm going to go slight edge to Virginia. How dare you. <laughs> slight edge to Virginia. It's I, manual dexterity. I do a lot of egg work, too. Yeah, she does. She's uh, no stranger to eggs. Better manual dexterity. When you break it, you're out. What if I break the balloon? Can I have a new balloon? You can have as many as you want. All right. Okay. And right. we also have we have a backup egg apiece. Oh, you do? Okay. Yes. These are all my eggs for today. I was supposed to eat. <laughs> I gotta go back to grocery. I, text, oh, no. I texted her at 3.45 this morning. Hey, dog, can you bring some eggs to work today? <laughs> Damn it, that's my lunch. <laughs> Homie's about to break all my lunch. <laughs> all right, let's see how we do here. Okay, competitors in World Record Wednesday on your mark. Get set and go. Okay, Jay Bird is uh, working around trying to get his fingers back into the balloon. Virginia's already got hers. It's oh, nice God. and wide. Oh, no. She's got it. She's trying to put the uh, balloon over oh, the egg. No. She looks like she's way ahead of Jay Bird. The egg is in, oh, my gosh, and Virginia in. has got it all the way around to the top, and it's done. She did it in 15 oh, seconds. Are you done or not oh, done? I got to get it out. You look like you were done. Were you done or not done? She's got to get it out, though. Oh, she got, oh, in and out. That's right. Okay. My balloon broke, Kevin. Okay, she got it in in just 15 seconds. Now she's trying to get it back out. That's a challenge. She's using her mouth. She's got it, and it is out. She does not have a world record, but she is not far off. Four seconds behind, and Bird is still trying to get his egg in the balloon. Are we still going? I think I have to do a new balloon because, look, I broke my balloon. How did you take it out? Did you take it out of the hole? I did. Oh, you did. Okay. But it's a tear. Oh, so you took it out of the tear. So that does not count because if you would not. I got it in. Okay, Bird has got got his egg in. I got it in. You guys are well over. Okay, now Bird has got to get the egg back out. Okay, this is a stunning moment in sport. The egg is in the balloon. The egg is out. He shocked the world. He beat the witch. All because she tore her balloon. And I didn't break it. Unbelievable. No broken egg. The witch goes down on her feet. Unbelievable. I got one question. Where my birdies at? What an upset. What an upset. Yes. (laughs) Oh, the world record is very safe, but what an upset here on our show. Wow. Oh, I thought you had it in. I thought you had it out, Virginia. As I was watching this thing go down, I'm like, this is not even going to be a contest. You had it all the way in and pretty much all the way out. I know, but it doesn't count. he had it in. Because my balloon tore. It came out of the tear in the top of her balloon. That is such a big win. A dysfunction has cost Virginia a loss in the World Record Wednesday Challenge. I'm going to think about this a lot today. Whoa, bird. I I stunned myself. You should be stunned. I think we're all stunned here today. The bird gets another win. Virginia takes another L. She's now below 500. I'm just I'm shocked. Amazing. Amazing stuff. Wow. If you would like to see a replay of that, it's up on YouTube. Going to be posted today. Go and look for the KBJ Show. Go to kbjshow.tv. The KBJ Show. People fighting online, losing their minds. So we read the crazy crap they write and have a fun time. Well, get ready for this week's digital drama. 
Well, Neil is one of those people that uh, doesn't think that outfits for Halloween should be so sexy, and he's got something to say about it in a social media thread, but of course, people are going to clap back. I'll play the role of the very pretentious Neil here. We'll have Virginia playing Tony, Bird, you can be Brenna, and for Denny's, you'll be Gunther. Gunther. (laughs) (laughs) He seems like the most backward one. Yeah. Gunther. Here's what uh, Neil had to say in his post. Ladies, would you please stop dressing up like such hoes for Halloween? (laughs) It's super played out, and it makes you look desperate. Your precious Barbie is not helping you. (laughs) Okay, rant over. (laughs) Shouldn't you be more concerned about your pot belly and that receding hairline? Stop getting so angry about women wear, you weirdo. I'm... Not going bald, for the record. <laughs> I choose to shave my head. You're just getting butthurt because you know a lot of people agree with me. Dressing up like a skank is really so stupid and juvenile nowadays. Oh, uh, yeah. Speak for yourself, Neil. I say the sexier, the better. Yeah. <laughs> Skinny, medium, plumpy, I don't care. Sexy costumes is a Halloween tradition that I loves. Am I the only one who thinks the more innocent the costume, the sexier the costume is? Amen. <laughs> oh, angels turn me on. Something about their purity that just makes me, well, stand at attention. Gunther. Gunther, stop being so creepy. What is with the men on this thread? I'd say you need Jesus, but you might need the Barbie movie instead. <laughs> you can't have it both ways, Brenna. You can't dress like a skank and then in the same breath ask someone to stop being creepy. That's the definition of talking out of both sides of your mouth. Sounds like you're dressing up as a hypocrite for this Halloween. Oh, damn. Right, right. Feel the needle. Got another uh, fun little post here for digital drama. Um, let me see. This one is Ray, who is complimenting his neighbor's Freddy Krueger mask. He saw from a distance and cannot believe just how realistic this mask is. Bird will play the role of Ray here. Virginia, you can be Ben. I'm going to be Buddy. And Danny's, you'll be Vince. All right, here's Ray. I hope my neighbors see this. Your new Freddy Krueger mask is amazing looking. I saw you walking outside with it today while you're watering your grass. Uh, bro. That's not a Freddy Krueger mask. Take this post down. Bro, that's his wife. She got a cosmetic face procedure. <laughs> she's the one who waters the grass. She will kill you if she sees this. Yeah, man. I mean, she's definitely going to be killing you. If she sees this, uh, she's not going to wait to do it until you fall asleep like Freddy Krueger. She is going to kill your ass in real life, dog. <laughs> yeah, I'd take it down before it becomes a real-life nightmare on your street. She will not find this funny. I swear I didn't know. Those face peels of uh, face surgery should come with a warning. I meant no harm. Just a huge fan of Freddy Krueger. (laughs) (laughs) Sound like uh, we needed that in the last one for Gunther. I know a good remedy of that. Just wear a bunny costume. Yes. Uh, Okay. It works. Mm -hmm. I mean, allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) Pink bunnies work best. Thank you for the posts, by the way, wherever you find them. You can screenshot them and send it to us via email, mail at kvjshow.com. 
I have a feeling that um, this might give us a good thread. It is posted up on the KBJ Show Facebook page a little bit uh, later on today. Have you seen this uh, viral list that is out today of the bad first date places? This no. is a list that I know would make Jay Bird irate. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, <laughs> I have to bring this in. It is a list of places women absolutely refuse to go on a first date. Oh, this is one of those articles that claim to speak for every single woman on the planet. Every single gotcha. woman. So, guys, we're going to let you know, <laughs> do not even think about trying to take us to any of these places for our first date because we're not going to go. You have to make sure the first date is elevated. <laughs> <laughs> KVJ. Man, as soon as I saw this list, I'm like, I got to bring this in for Bird. It's going to make him so irate. Already we've tweeted it out on the KBJ show Twitter, on X. It is a list of restaurants women refuse to go to on a first date that is uh, going viral today. I guarantee you there's going to be so many things on this list that pe- that women are going to go. I would absolutely love to go there. Yeah, in fact, uh, what we have on our Facebook page is a list of people that wouldn't go out with a person who would refuse to go to any of these restaurants. <laughs> because I already seen, someone already put it in the chat room, one of the things on the list, and I know for a fact that the Cheesecake Factory does not turn off people like they're trying to say <laughs> I mean, they do. That's number break. one on the list. And when I saw that, I was like, wait, what? Get out of here. I'm like, women absolutely refuse to go on a first date to the Cheesecake Factory? When did this? I mean, hey, look, I've been out of the dating game for quite a while, but when did that happen? Stuck up women. What? Look, for a first date... I think you should try to put your best foot forward. Bring her to the nicest place you can afford. Show her the razzle-dazzle, baby. You are speaking (sighs) like... See, this is what's tough. I speak more for the women than Virginia does, and that's a problem. (laughs) Uh, Look, and here's the way I look at one of the comments that we got when I tweeted it out. It said... I cannot and will not meet someone for the first date at a stuffy restaurant because the atmosphere is way off. And any woman who is not down to earth enough to handle the Cheesecake Factory for a first date is not my speed. The other thing, too, is, Virginia, you speak about you got to put your best foot forward. What if Cheesecake is legit the best foot forward someone can can do or cheesecake, afford? Cheesecake is not bad. I was thinking, like, you know, a guy that brings you to Burger King. But like, that, that's not acceptable. Everyone knows that, though. It's on the list. So they have 28 different items on this viral list that's going around. The ones that seem most egregious to me that I saw, I was like, okay, I would not mesh with a girl who would not go to the Cheesecake Factory on a first date. Buffalo Wild Wings okay. made the list. Well, we love that. You have to. I mean, what are you, you can't go on the mic and say that's a... 28 sauces, Jay Bird. That's what I mean. Those yeah. are a stuffy restaurant. A, if you're not a stu- if you're not a fancy person, why would you want to fake the funk anyway? Yeah, and, and act like you like fancy restaurants. I think any sports bar is a great spot for a first date. I just like that vibe. Yeah, it's one of the things that they kind of wrote off on this. They also list uh, chilies, Applebee's. Don't think about it. Olive Garden, that's out. Chipotle, nuh-uh, not going to be doing it. Red Lobster, huh-uh. <laughs> don't even think about it. I mean, it's kind of crazy. And they go into other things as well. Like, do not do a first date for a movie night. Netflix, Hulu, the Netflix and chill, not a first date. No, that's insulting. Bowling. Not a first night. Completely first disagree date. on that. I think that 
The movie one I agree with because I feel you're trying to get to know somebody on a first date. Bowling is a great one to get to know somebody on. You guys can sit. You guys can talk. There's an activity going on. Yeah. You can either do it solo with each other right. or you can bring a couple people along. I think bowling is a fantastic first date. I agree. On this viral list of places women absolutely refuse to go on a first date, sports events are out. That's, that's crap. Because there's some women that would love to. If you mean tell me, if you took a woman to a football game, a Dolphins game, and she's a huge Dolphins fan, she wouldn't enjoy that? Of course she would. She would love it. A bar just for drinks, not for a first date. I think sometimes drinks are easier than a full-on meal because what if you both don't feel each other and you're stuck doing a whole entire dinner? Like Mm -hmm. drinks or coffee, I think, is a great first date. And then they have the movies on there. Movies only because I, I feel like it's two hours of blocked out time where you, you can't talk with each right. other. Yeah. So in a sense, I do agree with that. But man, there were some that got my attention. I was like, what? Cheesecake. <laughs> we should be honored that we have a cheesecake in our life. I get it's not everyone's flavor, but you go in there. It's got a 75-page menu. There's options. There's cheesecake. It's happiness. Can mm-hmm. I get an Amen. <laughs> <laughs> he gave himself an amen. Look, Cheesecake's a great, beautiful place. <laughs> Somebody said, I find tacos to be the best way to go. Every woman I've dated loves tacos, and they're cheap. Yeah, you can go for a happy hour taco, and sometimes those are like a dollar or two a piece. Like, that is a very good deal. And then you're not roped into a whole evening. Like, happy hour has an end. Look, all I'm saying is you want to stay away from your things that are going to make you a little farty. And if you're both are going to be eating farty foods, I, then th- there you go. On the first date, you want to make sure you're not eating too much onion stuff unless the mm. other one's doing it. Okay. If we can't eat onions, we can't date. Well, I just, I mean, I know how you get down on onions. I love onions. And Panda lets me eat onions. I had a boyfriend one time that wouldn't let me eat onions. And you know what? I was sad and it didn't last. He wouldn't let you eat? Nope. Whoa. He told me that I... <laughs> I, he told me I ate them. I ate too many of them, and then my breath was too terrible afterwards. And he told me I could not eat onions. Hashtag I stand with your ex. <laughs> you know him. I know. I, I still agree with him. Yeah. <laughs> There's something else that is relatively new. Bumble already has this similar feature, but Tinder has now just broken out and introduced a new feature that will allow your friends and family to recommend profiles they think would be a good match. Do you love Ooh, it or hate it? Oh, I love that. Okay. Hate it. It, <laughs> love and Can hate I it. get on your Tinder, Jay Bird? Because I got some ideas. That's just it. I got so many people like Virginia always trying to set me up with I think with they somebody. got the perfect person. Yes. Oh, she's perfect. She's a mellow hippie chick. She's so cute. You always talk about this hot... Mellow hippie chick. You've yet, by the way, to produce. Where is she at? I need to do a casting call. (laughs) You need a hot, mellow hippie chick. Okay. I need one so bad for this guy. The 24-hour matchmaker session link is shared with up to 15 friends or relatives who can then use that link to view potential matches for the Tinder user. Birds I not love it. I think it's a great idea because I think sometimes your friends and family know you better than you know yourself. So there's people on this show who I would absolutely trust who I think would 
would pick the right person for me. Yeah. There's a few that I just do not. Oh, whatever. Oh. I would nail it. Best or worst? Who's the best matchmaker's bird? <laughs> it's, best is probably, it's between you and Denny's. Okay. Because Denny's does know me yeah. oh, very no doubt. well. Right. But you have the right tact and you have the right... You have the right attitude. Okay. Because yes. he doesn't care that much. So it's between the attitude to have. <laughs> yeah. Because there's no real, yeah. I care too much. Jenny's, I don't think Jenny's is comfortable doing it. You're yeah. more comfortable, but you mm. both have the right. Between Suits and Virginia, who's the worst matchmaker? Virginia. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You're saying that on the mic, but you know in your heart. I could get you so happy. I would bring oh you the nicest girl if I had time to commit to it and really do a casting call and narrow it down. Casting call. Yeah. I know what you uh, need. I know what you need. Right. Okay. <laughs> The KVJ show. It's the KVJ dirt of the day. It's the KVJ dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Cause you know we need that dirt of the day. The dirt of the day, powered by Giving Juice. It looks as though Britney Spears is dropping a few little more nuggets on us. Did you see uh, where in the new book she claims that Justin tried a little bit too hard to be friends with and relate to R&B and hip hop artists and would completely change his vernacular based on who he was speaking to, to the point where she was kind of embarrassed for him. Like, what are you doing, dude? Just be yourself. Stop trying to be all these different things. Hmm. Um, she claims that uh, he did that several times in his career to relate more to urban artists that he was friends with and okay. completely change his personality based mm. on who he was in front of. It's kind of explained here, Michelle Williams. She is the one who does the reading of the audiobook, and people are kind of liking her reading. <laughs> uh, but here's her passage kind of explaining what Justin Timberlake was doing and the difference between the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC that Britney Spears noticed. His band NSYNC was what people back then called So Pimp. They were white boys, but they loved hip hop. To me, that's what separated them from the Backstreet Boys, who seemed very consciously to position themselves as a white group. NSYNC hung out with black artists. Sometimes I thought they tried too hard to fit in. One day, Jay and I were in New York, going to parts of town I'd never been to before. Walking our way was a guy with a huge, blinged-out medallion. He was flanked by two giant security guards. Jay got all excited and said so loud, Oh yeah, foshes, foshes, genuine, what's up, homie? After Genuine walked away, Felicia did an impression of Jay. Oh yeah, foshes, foshes, genuine. Jay wasn't even embarrassed. <laughs> there you go. That's what he was doing, foshes. So that's what the, that's the audio book right <laughs> there? Shiz. Yes. That's, oh my gosh. Yes, that is the audio book. Yeah. So it's... Interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. That's what she says. Meanwhile, I don't know what's going on with Joe Jonas's divorce petition. Now, it was filed in Miami, but Sophie has her own petition that she filed in the UK. Because Joe served Sophie with the papers first, he had an advantage regarding the judge's decision on which location the case would be held in. A hearing to decide all that was supposed to be set for December. 
And they're fighting, apparently, over the kids and over who was supposed to have the kids here in the U.S. or over there in the U.K. like she wanted. Mm -hmm. It was reported that they had successfully reached a temporary custody agreement for the kids. They would alternate and go back and forth between the U.S. and the U.K. until... January of next year, but now it looks like there has been another court document where they are now forging ahead and figuring it out through mediation and may not have to go before a judge at all. Okay. I'm sorry. My head's still kind of with the audiobook with Britney Spears <laughs> and how weird that thing kind of sounds. Faux shizzle. Just that whole thing. I wasn't <laughs> expecting you to play that, I guess. And, mm-hmm. and who is reading that? That's Michelle, Michelle Williams. Williams. Okay. Uh, sorry, it just uh, uh, as you were, it just it, it stayed with me. <laughs> it's definitely going to stay with you for a while. I think you should get the audiobook so you can hear it yourself. Are you guys a fan of the the audiobooks when people read them like that, or would you rather just read a book by its in your own voice in your own head? I can see why you do it because if you're driving, you know you want. Oh, it's great yeah. if you're on a road trip. That yeah. would be perfect. And I guess every audiobook would be different depending on who reads it. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're saying the reason Brittany didn't read it was because it was too traumatizing and she didn't want to have to read it and relive it again. Uh-huh. I hear you. I, That's I just... the reason? <laughs> That's the reason. Okay. Not because a ghostwriter <laughs> wrote it and she can't read that good. <laughs> <That's>... uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and finally here, uh, Haley Bieber is setting the record straight. A lot of people have been speculating on social media that she is pregnant and she said, no, she is not pregnant. She's just bloated. Girl, oh, I get damn. it. Girl, I get it. Oh, damn. Yikes. She said, when there comes a day that it is true, the internet will be the last to know. Okay. <laughs> All right. And that's what's going on in your dirt. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. This be a makeup or a breakup for you. It says here, meeting his childhood best friend was shocking. Says, I've been dating my boyfriend for six weeks when he first mentioned his childhood best friend, Jack. Well, Jack lives in Miami where my boyfriend grew up and they really don't see each other as much as they would like. So that's why it wasn't until my boyfriend and I crossed the three month mark before I got a chance to meet Jack at dinner when we went to Miami. My boyfriend and I, we were waiting outside of the restaurant for Jack when this smoking hot girl comes walking by. My boyfriend gets excited. He jumps up and he goes in and he hugs this girl. I then step in to introduce myself and say, oh, you must be Jack's girlfriend. She laughs and she's like, no, I'm not dating myself. I'm Jack. It's just short for Jacqueline. And I was like, okay. It was kind of like I got hit in the face with a brick. I'm not sure I even remember much of the dinner because I just kept thinking about what was going on and noticing how amazing the connection was with my boyfriend and Jack. When we got in the car, I try not to let on how upset and jealous I was, but I couldn't hold back when he asked me what I thought of Jack. I told him that he should have let me know that she was a girl, and he said, well, why would that even matter? And I said, well, of course it matters. Most guys don't have a female best friend, especially one that could be a model. My boyfriend said that that shouldn't matter, and he reminded me that they have been super close since they were six years old. He tries to tell me that he never saw Jack that way and has hooked her up with several of her former boyfriends. Now I guess I see why my 32-year-old boyfriend has never been married. It must be Jack. 
am I headed for heartache if I stay in this relationship? Not necessarily. I mean, you've only been seeing him for six weeks. Like, what do you even know about him? Like, it's so early and... I mean, the guy can have a female best friend. I don't. I don't get it. This, I get it. This is weird because everyone. It's, look, it's odd. All of a sudden, that's when you get the big reveal. He M Night Shyamalan's your yeah, ass at right. dinner. Oh, Jack, yeah. it's this hot female girl. That come on, we there, all know that we, mm. we 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 give details here. It feels deceptive. The fact that he never once said Jacqueline. He said Jack and look, that may be what he always calls her, but. It, yeah, I can see why you'd feel like you got hit in the face of the brick when you're like, okay, that that's Jack. Okay, because you got something else. And he's like, well, it shouldn't matter. And then he's kind of, I don't know. He's twist I, I feel ending, like he's almost gaslighting He's twist-ending you at the, no, no, uh-uh. We're not playing mind games here, and that's what this is. The, what this is is the problem is Jack is hotter than she is, and she is very insecure about that. You can get that from hearing this? Definitely. This is, to me, this isn't going to work out. It's only, you're six weeks in, first of all. Okay, it's very new, and... Yeah. It's a bizarre move to not tell somebody that your best friend's Jack Lynn, who's a female hot girl, and you think it's just Jack. We all know that. Unless you're trying to play a mind game with somebody, and that's what's going on. Ah, break up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think you're shell-shocked by this. I don't like how the reveal happened. I, I just can't imagine, because it was the three-month mark. She first heard about Jack when they were dating for six weeks. But to go three months dating somebody and, you know, for a good month and a half, she knew about Jack. But not any time in six weeks after that did she ever get the feeling that Jack was a hot female. Well, where do they live? Jack lives in Miami. Did they say where they live? No, they did not. So I I couldn't get that. I don't get to Miami very often. I have best friends that live in Miami that I don't see. Trust me when I say this. This is just one of many big reveals soon to come because guess what? Oh, in a month or two, we find out me and Jack hooked up, but it was only once, and it was up in Panama City, <laughs> but we're great friends, and it's Jack, and get out of here. We see you. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't feel like this should end the relationship. I see troubles. I don't like the way that he handled this. It does feel like he is aware that this could be problematic with the girls he's dated, and it probably has in the past, and that's why he's, you know, so... I guess uh, available. Fails. Yeah, is is Jack's middle name Red Flag? Because this <laughs> you're you're going down. I mean, do do as you will. I'm just letting you know this has got ingredients of a drama situation. And if you're turned on by drama, I say drive right through them red flags. But if you're looking for peace, this is going to be littered with re- big reveal after big reveal. Yeah, I I don't know that for me it's it's necessarily a breakup. Yeah, is it a breakup for you, Virginia? No. What if now me and Jack can be great friends? I'm going to be open to that. How do they say how Jack was at the dinner? Like, did she get along with Jack? It it sounds like was Jack cool. All she said was at the dinner. She have you ever had that where you're just you're not you're kind of like in a in a fog. I think she was so blindsided by Jack being a hot female, and then all she noticed was the connection that they had. And so her thoughts are just racing and going crazy the whole time. And so maybe it was more a conversation between her boyfriend and Jack 
that she maybe didn't interject as much. It sounds like that's kind of how she walked away from the date. Like, what did I just sit through? You're right. Hmm. I, I could be completely off on this. I'm sure him and Jack have never hooked up. I'm sure this is an innocent situation. Well, if they've been friends since they were six, maybe they haven't. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I would see what's up with this. I don't like the reveal and how it happened. I think maybe you need to look inside yourself about some assurances. He's with you. He's not with Jack. And this, you need to pump yourself up a little bit more. This sounds like drama soup. It could be if you let it be, but I don't think it's a reason to end it yet. I, I agree. agree. I, I agree. I don't like it. Okay. Yeah, you're <laughs> it's KDJ. Ow! <laughs> There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked out news. People breaking the law. Ha ha, fighting in the noon. Ha, drunk people pooping in the street. Ha ha, it's the whacked out news. So many people are meth. Ow! Yesterday, we were telling you about Joseph David Emerson. He's the off-duty pilot who tried to shut off the engines of a plane mid-flight on Sunday night. Kind of some crazy stuff. Imagine that. Yeah, he was like in the cockpit, in the jump seat, where pilots sit there to like travel back and forth. And everybody's usually super cool. Not this guy. He was sitting there and just suddenly he says, I am not okay. And then he pulls the handles of the fire suppression system, which is used to stop engine fires and shut off fuel to the engines. Oh, so, my god! So one of the pilots grabbed him while the other was declaring an in-flight emergency to let uh, everybody know. The guy initially resisted, but then he settled down after about a 30-second struggle, and then he peacefully walked to the back of the plane. And once he was seated in the back, he reportedly told a flight attendant, you need to cuff me right now or it's going to be bad. Oh, my God! So they put his wrists in a pair of flex cuffs, and then he tried to open the emergency exit. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Thankfully, he was unsuccessful. Now, when they asked him after they landed what is going on, he said he was having, quote, a nervous breakdown and hadn't slept for 40 hours. He also said... Um, I thought I was dreaming and I just want to wake up. And he said he also had a friend who recently passed away. And he also admitted he had taken psychedelic mushrooms for the first time 48 hours before the flight. Okay, well, there's your problem. The guy was tripping balls. <laughs> I mean, good guard. He took psychedelic mushrooms and he was tripping balls. Yeah. Which makes me feel like a lot of this weird behavior you're seeing out is people who can't handle their mushrooms. They're 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 they're, they're TBing. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, hey, I mean, your first time, yeah. and then you get on a plane. Oh, first time, you should, man, you should not be going on a plane. Probably not. No. Just don't do it because people are flipping out. Just just be careful. Yeah. So that that's the answer to the question. And the crazy thing about it, people were vouching for him and just like he was a completely normal, great guy. I think he's like a dad, a family man. And now he is facing 83 attempted murder charges and could be looking at 20 years in prison for that. From shrooming. Yeah. <laughs> wow. An American Airlines passenger is suing the company after a flight attendant accidentally spilled hot coffee on his arm and damaged his tattoo. They say the second-degree burns on his upper left arm left possible permanent cosmetic deformity and scarring. Huh. Ruined a tattoo. Dang.
There's also a woman who suffered second and third degree burns in a hot coffee spill at a Dunkin' drive through in Atlanta, and they gave her $3 million in damages. $3 million? Yeah, they say the lid came off during the handover, spilling the hot coffee on her thighs, growing and stomach, and the burns required extensive skin grafts that uh, contributed to more than $200,000 in medical bills and personal struggles with daily activities. Good Lord. So when you sue, you you clearly sue for the $200,000 of medical bills, and then you sue for more for pain and suffering. That's always the big, yeah, that's where you really inflate the costs. There's a dad in Connecticut that called the cops to report his kid missing after he popped into a grocery store and they weren't in the car when he got back. He started to freak out. He's like, oh my gosh, where the heck is my kid? He calls 911. He's like, somebody stole my kid. They show up. They look around. They can't find the kid. They realize the dad's drunk and he forgot the kid at home. Oh my. He got arrested on several charges. Bruh. Bruh. Sally Gorn, her husband, had come home from dinner in Palm Bay, and they found their gate open, and immediately, like, oh my gosh, our dog has gotten out. So she said that uh, her and her husband went to go look for it on foot, and when they couldn't find it immediately around the house, she then got in the car to drive off to look for the dog further down the road. Well, after driving around the block, she comes home, and she sees her husband, Gregory, lying in the street, blood all over him. She's like, what the heck is going on here? Well, the cops show up, and after a brief investigation... They believe that Sally Gore actually hit her husband after he got out of the car and she started backing out. Oh my gosh, she ran over him while she was trying to look for the dog? She wasn't aware he'd even gotten into the car because she was completely hammered. Oh. They noticed from her slurred speech immediately when they showed up and they gave her a breathalyzer, she blew a .120 and has now been charged with DUI manslaughter. She killed him? Yep. There's some weird videos, Virginia, on YouTube, interrogations where people don't even realize they killed somebody because they were so drunk. Damn. They have to tell yeah. them in the interrogation Damn. room. Damn. Uh, deputies in Flagler County, Florida here were called after a report of somebody acting belligerent and arguing with a woman in the street. Sean Madden was shouting at the responding officers when they showed up, let's go, let's go, I'm swinging at everybody. It's not good to say to the cops. Not a good thing to say to the cops. It's not going to work out well for you if there's more of them than you and that's what you're yelling. Let's go. Here's a little bit of the exchange from the body cam video. What address? Give me the address. Four. Four, four cop cars. Come on. How much you had to drink? Let's go. Let's go. I'm swinging on everybody. Where's my weapon? Where's my weapon? Where's my weapon? And then at that point, he dropped his pants. Did he? He did, yeah. He said, where's my weapon? He took his pants off. He showed them his weapon? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> it's a move. Uh, eventually, he did get on the ground and surrender to de- deputies, but yes, he was uh, very, very intoxicated. A Michigan woman was attacked by her pet Rottweiler after feeding it a THC-laced gummy. Oh, no. The hour-long ordeal left the victim seriously injured and her home drenched in her own blood. Oh, no. And the dog doesn't remember any of it? No. They say cannabis is considered toxic to dogs and can cause aggression. So if you do have a massive Rottweiler, don't feed it a gummy. It did eat, though, seven pounds of Taco Bell because it had the munchies. Uh (laughs) I think it ate seven pounds of its owner. Seven pounds of the human. (laughs) It ate her thigh. Yeah. Well, talking tacos, the phrase Taco Tuesday has now been relinquished. 
For the last 40 years, the trademark for Taco Tuesday was held by a restaurant chain, Taco John's, in 49 different states. You can't have Taco Tuesday, Taco John. Taco Tuesday belongs to all of us. Well, that trademark in New Jersey was held by Gregory's Restaurant, who claimed that they actually invented the phrase. And when Taco Bell took Taco John's to court to liberate the phrase, Taco Bell decided it would be too costly to fight that battle. So they left the New Jersey place as the only state still with the trademark. But now Gregory's has come to the same conclusion, choosing not to fight with Taco Bell over the phrase. So thus, anyone can use Taco Tuesday. Do you feel the same way about Waffle Wednesday? Nobody says that. What have they started? What if I? What if I start? What if I? It became a thing. It became a thing. Do you? Do you, it's the same thing, right? I can have more tacos than I can have waffles, so I don't have the passion for Waffle Wednesday that I do for Taco Tuesday. Uh, objection, Your Honor. The person on the stand is too annoying to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> Jaybird, I actually got a reason for you to possibly go to Miami, the Golden Girls Kitchen. Pop-up oh. restaurant has opened up in Wynwood on Northwest 24th Street. So it sounds awesome on paper. Yeah. But some of these pop-up restaurants are kind of, should I say, weak. Is it? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Virginia. Let's see the pictures of this place. Because not uh-huh. all pop-up restaurants are created equal. And can I take the bright line to Wynwood? Yeah, absolutely. And what what goes with this restaurant? Do I get the rose? They got Sophia's Lasagna Al Forno. They also have a bacon lettuce potato sandwich, which I guess that might be something from the show. And they've also got a Miami-style Cuban sandwich. Those are just some of the menu items. Mm. What do you think, Virginia? Is this sounding a little... I'm pulling it up right now. The Golden Girls Kitchen in Miami. It's a whole experience. So they have it decorated to look like it did on the set. And it is not cheap. It's 34 bucks a person. It's, it's Wynwood. It's Wynwood. It's starting at 34, which means it's 134. A table for two is $68, and you have to buy up front. Okay. Well, if anybody's been, it's going to be open until the end of the year. Let us know if you've checked it out yet. I'm looking at the pictures. It looks kind of cute, but how big is this place? These pictures look a little deceptive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is like, tricky. I would like to go, though. Okay. That's not bad. That's cute. It looks like the kitchen. Okay, it's just a bigger version of the kitchen where they all used to sit around that one table in the kitchen. Okay, that's fun. That's fun. Okay, look, that's cute. I could wear my Golden Girls pins. I got a bunch of pins. Yes, you could. They got a little uh, green wall with a neon sign that says, thank you for being a friend you can pose next to. Golden Girls, they do pretty good with their merch. As the kids say. Do they really? Yeah, okay. they do. They, they have, there's a lot of stuff of Golden Girls that's out there, and it, 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 there's some good stuff. Okay. All right. Well, curious if anybody's uh, been there, or Ooh, if you the go lasagna. check it out, let us know. Look Dang. at the lasagna. Rose's lasagna looks delicious. It does look good. Is that vegetables? Uh, okay. It looks like meat to me. There's meat on there. I can't see. Okay. Ooh, the cheesecake looks good too. Yeah, all right. me all. She's selling it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. You're welcome. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, do you have a confession for the KBJ show? We want to hear the secrets that you are holding on to, and you can text them into us anonymously right now. 877-979-WRMF, 877-979-9763. KVJ. All right, what do you got to confess here today? We love hearing these little secrets you got, and you can remain completely anonymous. 
Text him in 877-979-WRMF. 877-979-9763. This is kind of a, a good note for parents who are always out there spending all this extra money for your kids to get individual personalized training or coaching. It's a piano teacher, and they said, if your child turns up to their lesson having not practiced, you will literally get nothing new from me. You are paying for me to listen to them practice what they should have been doing during the week. And guess what? I'm not listening, and I'm happily taking your money. Wow. (laughs) Okay, where do they work so I can not bring my kid there? Bad attitude, lady. Mm -hmm. I think it's a great attitude. What if you don't have a piano at home, hooker? How's he supposed to practice? I just think we got to... Maybe not be a douche. I think you have to constantly fight Mm. the urge to want the ego to scream out and tame that and try to get that person to continue to practice because mm. it is it's most people will not practice and don't practice yeah. and that goes with the territory and you should know that going into it you shouldn't give up because someone else is giving up in fact it, it's your job to encourage them to get practicing in my opinion motivate them yeah i will tell you i mean just having done these private lessons for sports stuff and we had done the music stuff yeah, it was that way. If, if the kid would not practice during the week, it all would be like, hey, you need to practice. And they wouldn't, then we'd just cancel the lesson for that, that week. Because it's like, I'm not going to pay extra money because you're paying. Sometimes for these coaches, you pay like a dollar a minute, and you're paying that for your kid. To, that's the only time you practice is I got to pay you a dollar a minute to practice. Uh-uh. I ain't doing it. So I, I, I would not pay for that. So I'd be like, thanks for telling me. Cool. Not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, I think as a parent – if you know your kid's not practicing and doing it and you don't want to pay, that's yeah. that's one thing. But as the teacher... The teacher has a gotta, terrible attitude. You got to keep... You yeah. gotta, your job is to motivate the unmotivated when they, you know, in my opinion. I mean, look, what do I know? But I, I think that you should not be giving up when you're the teacher. Mm-hmm. I think her thing is just, hey, make sure your kids are practicing because if not, then teachers, we kind of dial it in because we know they haven't done the work. And I get that. It, it does make it completely challenging to, to teach, but I still think we got to. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting little confession here. Every time I cook with butter, I eat a chunk of it. <laughs> I do that too. Don't worry. It's Kerrygold. It's the good stuff. But my family and other people may think it's gross, but I don't let them know. I love butter. Just taking, just what, just bite into the stick? I will just, whatever's left on the knife, I will just lick it. Oh, makes me so happy. This person uh, confessed, they said, um, my confession is that I positively loathe Taylor Swift, but her fans are so insane, I can't publicly declare it. <laughs> I mean, you can, but you're going to be, you're going to be in for a fight. You don't want the fight. <laughs> You don't want the fight, so that's had to. That's what counts as a confession today. You have to confess that you hate Taylor Swift, but you're afraid to verbalize it because you're going to be attacked. That's crazy. What a world we're living in, huh? I love it. As a 15 year old, I told my dad that he was a crap father. Oh, which he really wasn't. Oh, I was just you know one of those venomous hormone fueled kids. A lot of teenagers say terrible things to their parents. When Magnolia said it to me when she was that age, I was like, "Whatever, hooker, I'm standing my ground." They don't mean it. He said I was just trying to start a fight, and to my horror, my dad started quietly crying. And now I think about it every single day, 31 years later, and it's the thing I regret most of my entire life. Well, tell him. Call Dad. him. Dad Dad's is dead. dead. Oh, he's dead? Deader than anything that's ever been dead in the history of dead things. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. yeah. 
And then like his final words, screwed. his final words were, I'm sorry, I was a crap father. <laughs> As a tear went down his eye. The good thing is, though, I feel like the dad is in a different place. He's probably not. Let, let, He's let still it, crying in heaven. Let it go. Are there tears in heaven? According to the uh, Eric Clapton song, there are. There are no tears in heaven, I thought. <laughs> Uh, this confession says, I awkwardly tried to reach around a woman at the grocery store for a loaf of bread, and she mistook it as me reaching in for a hug. I just went along <laughs> with it. Awkward. <laughs> it says here, though, she started crying, saying that she really needed that today, and I just <laughs> smiled and then left. It's the nicest thing I've done in a year, and it was entirely accidental. Aww. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I just want bread. <laughs> Hugging random people by the bread. That is so awkward. That's that awkward. Is, yeah. <laughs> uh, this confession says, I'm a Florida Highway Patrol officer, and I love driving just one mile under the speed limit to count the cowards who don't have the nards to pass me. You ever see that with a line of people? They're just like, I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. I wouldn't do it. Well, I do notice you can tell when there's an FHP on 95 because, yeah, totally. I'm like, why is the traffic going so slow? Oh, I get it. I, I I remember one time I got pulled over by, it was a flat top FHP. I wasn't speeding, but I passed him on I-95, and he pulled me over and yelled at me. Did he really? And then I didn't have shoes on, and he got <laughs> mad at me for oh, that. Fred Flintstone feet. Well, I, I was coming back from baseball practice, and he, but I don't think, I think you're allowed to drive without no shoes on. I think he was just ego tripping on me. Yeah, you. It, it's not a, it, it used to be something, but now it's not. I wasn't speeding, and I wasn't doing anything, and he... He flat-topped my ass right on the side of the road, yelling at me, don't you ever pass a cop. I'm like, whoa. And I wasn't even speeding. I think even on my drive into work, if there's like a cop that's like driving to Deerfield, his car on the side will say, you know, Deerfield Beach, yeah. police. People still won't pass that guy when they see his lights and everything. But, Everybody slows yeah, down. They're not, they're not there to pull you up. I mean, uh, if, if people don't realize this, a lot of cops, they live in a different jurisdiction in town than where they work. By because, design. Yes. Yeah. All, all the cop friends I've ever had, they always live far away from where they work. And so you always see them, yeah, driving from a different county they're just trying to get home dog the last thing they want to do is pull you over but and the situation i'm talking about i wouldn't speak i feel like that yeah was you an, had a legit e- cop, e- yeah. ego thing yeah that's right? crazy that they acted that way he must have been just like something about you he didn't like that i had no shoes on uh-huh <laughs> no shoes yeah uh this confession <laughs> says the woman i was having an affair with died and i couldn't do anything or talk to anyone about it and i couldn't even go to her funeral Oh my! Why couldn't you go to the funeral? Because you know, there's a lot of people like, there. Well, They're people not be like, know. "Who are you?" and "What's going on?" And nobody questions you at the door. No, no. Whatever you can, you <laughs> sniff out randoms. Your rule is no randoms, bird. At a funeral, you ain't gonna be able to sniff out no randoms. There are so many people that don't know each other at a funeral. So you're cool if Panda's mistress goes to his funeral. No, if Panda has a mistress, he's gonna die before me. But what, what if you saw somebody that you've never seen before, and you're like, who is this person? Dude, she's at my husband's out funeral. Of, she's she's all crazy. You can totally sneak into a funeral. No one's gonna know. Okay. Kevin just said, I know as an, all right, Virginia, I don't believe you, but I have to move on. <laughs> Whatever. I've been to a lot of funerals. You can totally sneak in. Look, we're not going to do a funeral off. That's not what this is about. I know. You lead the show in funerals.
<laughs> she just she loves him. I do not love him. <laughs> I think they're him. terrible and emotional, <laughs> and I cry the whole time. I'm a damn mess. But you can absolutely sneak in. See, really, she enjoys that sadness. <laughs> I, 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 I gotta move on because you won. Uh, this confession says, I know my wife is banging other guys, but I can't bring myself to bring it up because I'm jobless and I've been living off my wife's money for the last three years. Damn, you got to take it. I mean, Whoa. change your situation. Dude, dude, get a job. Go stop. get a job and then d- get a divorce. Get a job, get a divorce. You can work from home. Yeah. And uh, this uh, confession says, I got drunk with this quiet introvert in my dorm in college and we hooked up. He was unsurprisingly a virgin. But what was a surprise? He had a 10-inch donger. Oh, my God, Kevin. I then helped him to be more confident and extroverted, and now in return, I've got a husband with a hog. <laughs> wow. Okay. Donger. Oh, That's okay. odd. Yeah. All right. There you go. He's going to let that out. Let the world know, I guess. There you go. They're proud of themselves. <laughs> All right, any confessions uh, you got, you can let us know. 877-979-WRMF. Coming up here, interesting thing. What do you no longer do because of the reports on the news and social media? Did the media make you stop doing something you used to do in your life because you're afraid of getting called out, like saying that Taylor Swift sucks? <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Yeah, what made you afraid? We'll discuss next. <laughs> the KVJ show. Is there something you just don't do anymore because you're afraid the media made you stop? There's a lot of fear out there because look, you can get called out. You can get canceled. There's just some things that people won't do. Opinions they may have, they would never dream of voicing. One person just confessed a second ago that they loathe Taylor Swift, but they're afraid to say anything about it because the Swifties will cancel them. So what can you no longer do because of reports that have happened on news and social media? What did the media make you stop? Jay Bird, you said you're having a conversation with some of your uh, friends. Yeah, a bunch yeah. of them won't won't hug people anymore. That they don't really know. It's like because no no hugs were good because you hug someone. None at all, huh? I mean, I think I think it's more of if you just meet somebody. I know some, some people are huggers in general. Yep. If they just meet somebody, they're going to hug instead of shake a hand. And mm. I know a few people that won't even do that anymore because they just don't want to send off the wrong message because hugs are bad now, Kevin. Guys won't come up to you in the parking lot as much. It got out. Nine out of ten guys. You look creepy. In, right. in South Florida, in Palm Beach County, in Tequesta alone, yeah, parking lots have seen a major difference in the last two or three months. Major spike in men being called out more. Yeah. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they should. I think with that, I always uh, let the, if it's a female, I always let her lead. Yeah. If they come in with a hug, I'll, I'll deliver back. But if not, then I kind of stand my ground. Yeah, I think. I think. But it has, I, I, it is an awareness that I do have. That's Girls, what, if you see Kevin and you want to hug him, you better make sure the queen isn't watching. Uh, no, I can, have, <laughs> I can have a friendly hug. Don't don't be groping, though. Well, for example, <laughs> Toph in the chat room goes, hugging is awful. If you don't know a person like Toph and you're a hugger and you're a dude yeah. and you go to hug a Toph and she don't know you, right. she's not going to like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get involved in any, yeah. any kind of energy like that. I hear you. So now I think it's just, I think it's knuckle bumps for everybody. Okay. I'm a hugger, though. You can hug. You can mm-hmm. see me in Publix and hug me. Hug me from behind. I don't care. You get all upset when I hug you. <laughs> I do not like when Virginia hugs me. She's the only person on the planet 
that because when I'm drinking, I'm like, hi, give me a hug, and he's like, get off. Yeah. Well, you don't ever hug me anyway, so when you do, I go, Ugh. Just, Ugh. <laughs> feels weird. That's the fireball hugging you. It's not me. I know. Our last live podcast, she kept on saying, "Stop being mad at me." I go, I'm not mad. And then she hugged me. Uh, <laughs> this is so awkward. I was overserved. <laughs> You're putting me in a terrible position. I may have not needed a flask. <laughs> yeah. Full of a toll vodka. No more flasks for you. No more flasks. <laughs> Road rage is maybe changed the way that you talk to other people in traffic. Yeah. Had the news stories where that one guy in Miami just started blasting at somebody that was in the car next to him because of road rage. I'm the same way. I don't look at people. I don't engage. I've had people try to engage. Don't. Like crazy stuff that will pull upside me, windows down. I'm not looking over. I'm not nope. dealing with you. They give you the rage look where they pull over and yeah. then they kind of just. It can't be a fight if you don't engage. Right. It only becomes a fight and escalates if you engage. I think yeah. by ignoring, you diffuse and then just go the other way. It doesn't become a fight. It just becomes a random beating at that point. Point when you don't engage, and yeah. they, just, they go through your window and they follow you right. to your Be, house, beat your butt. <laughs> yeah, uh, buying weed from strangers ain't what it used to be now because uh, your weed could be laced with fentanyl. That's true. Mm-hmm. Those media reports have changed your game on that. A lot of fentanyl media reports out there. I think they're putting fentanyl in everything. Kids are taking like what they think is Adderall yeah. and it's fentanyl. Sad stories, yeah. It's terrible. Mm. Seriously, you can't trust anything unless it came from Walgreens. No. If it doesn't have a CVS pharmacy sticker on it, you cannot trust it. Uh, CVS pharmacy's on the on the phone going, uh, what up with what up with that? Sorry. <laughs> If you're taking anything and you get it from your friend, you are making a dumb move because you don't know what's in it. Obviously, any pharmacy that's legit. Yeah. Unless you have a do you have a do you have a deal with Walgreens? No. Oh, okay. All right. I said Walgreens and CVS. Oh, did you say? If it's a legit pharmacy, mm-hmm. then you know what you're taking. But if your friend in math class gave you a pill and told you it was Adderall, just assume that's a lie and don't mm-hmm. take it. Yeah. Maybe you're not peeing outside anymore because you're afraid there might be a kid that's out of sight nearby, and then all of a sudden you're registered as a sex offender. Mm. What about you? You're cool in your own backyard, though. I got a privacy wall, so yeah, if I do feel the need, I will. I need a privacy wall. That sounds so nice. Yeah. I know you got a bunch of golfers. You can't pee in your, your backyard because- I mean, I can. It would look weird. You're on the putting green. You see this woman, this witch squatting down in her living room. I have totally peed in my backyard. I believe it. But in the cloak of night. Talking bad about the Barbie movie. Won't do that because I'm afraid I'm going to be labeled as a toxic male. You haven't even seen it yet, so you better not talk bad about it. We here at the Barbie movie. Or we here at the KBJ show. See, it makes me nervous. Like, we here at the KBJ show. Love the Barbie movie. But you haven't even seen it. Another thing maybe the media made you stop doing, knocking on strangers' doors. How many reports have we had in this last year of somebody shooting right through it? You can't knock on a stranger's door it's anymore. It's yeah. weird. It's it's assuming. you can't, you got to text somebody. You can't just show up. It's going to be a little tough for trick-or-treating this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? It's a lot of people to text, That's man. the one night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And then uh, discussing any type of issue it has to do with race, religion, gender, geopolitics. Oh, it's it's tough. You're going to probably wind up in a fight. Why are we talking about food all the time? 
Yeah. And, and we still get in trouble with we that. We still do, yeah. You talk about the hot dog being a sandwich and look out. <laughs> right. Teddy's getting death threats over yeah. it. Oh, a hot dog is not a sandwich. Yeah. The KVJ Show. Lyrics can also be misheard. In fact, uh, Rick Astley has a pretty good sense of humor. He re-recorded the chorus of Never Gonna Give You Up. <laughs> he did? Yeah, because apparently there are a lot of people that uh, hear different things. Now, the song came out in 1987, but you know how... Um, a lot of songs wind up getting these misheard lyrics and excuse me while I kiss this guy kind of thing. Yes. And it just kind of becomes that. So apparently in the lyrics for Never Gonna Give You Up, people hear, then I'm gonna give you up, then I'm gonna let you down, then I'm gonna run around with dessert spoons, then I'm gonna make you cry, then I'm gonna say goodbye, then I'm gonna tell a lie and hurt you. Oh, man. Those apparently are the misheard lyrics. <laughs> it's a whole new meaning. It's I mean, all. <laughs> he is a terrible human. So I guess for fun, he just uh, re-recorded the song. Then I'm gonna give you It does still sound good, yeah. <laughs> so if you want the misheard lyric version, you can go and check that out. All right, coming up here, what is the actual real complaint about the KVJ show? Was it that the only people who want to hear me talk about high school football are parents who have kids that play high school football, so stop talking about it. It's a tune out. Damn. Yikes. That's cold. Is there a group of people that hate Virginia's newfound love for Taylor Swift because it sounds forced and it's cringy? Whatever. <laughs> it's authentic and it's cringy, but it's real. <laughs> Is there somebody who went to watch the KVJ horror movie with their kids and they had to shut it off because it was way too vulgar and they thought Jaybird should have put a rating on it? Oh. Was it Denny's stealing jokes from stoner websites for his joke jury? Oh, he would never. That's a claim. Plagiarizing? Or is it because Suits puts on a fake-sounding radio voice when he talks? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> broadcaster voice. I think he's got a great broadcaster voice. Only one of those are real. Yes. Which one was it? We'll find out next. The KVJ Show. Okay, so which is the actual complaint... Then we got about the show. Was it me talking about high school football, Virginia, and her newfound love for Taylor Swift, how it is not genuine and cringy? Whatever. Was it uh, Jaber not putting a rating on the KBJ horror movie, Danny stealing jokes from stoner websites for his joke jury, or Suits putting on a fake radio voice? You guys have a guess? Because I'm the one that fielded said complaint. Was it the rated R thing? Did we forget to put a rating on the movie? No, I think we did. I think that's been clear i think it should have been so we've been they did, clear about that yeah. but that was the complaint wow really oh. yeah I've, I've said it a billion times but is it written in the text on the I, youtube I, link I, anytime we do that it sends it into this weird rated r kind of a thing and it, oh, it hurts the views gotcha and i'd rather hurt the children than hurt the views i hear you <laughs> uh, screw them kids yeah <laughs> I, I feel like i've said it a lot huh <laughs> One text from the uh, 954 says, you guys did put a rating on it. It was very obviously a rated R movie on the website. Okay. okay. On the website, yes. But I think they went to go watch it on YouTube. And it's not on YouTube, but I... That's that's a Jaybird problem. I, I did con consciously do that because we we did that on Clowns Have Murderous Ways the first year, and it put us in the porn section. Oh, Lord. Yeah, it really affected the views on it. 
<laughs> There's a YouTube porn? The, the YouTube's gotten into boob tube. It is, there is some stuff that, yeah. Wow. I know. Well, this movie may be a little, you know, risque, but it's not porn. No, that's why I don't even bother doing the really. That's why we just, you know, we talk about it. We shall let you know on the website. Wow. But yes, if you are going to watch it, just know it is a rated R movie. Okay. Well, there you go. There's your heads up. You can go check it out if you go to YouTube. Just go and uh, look. It'll be pretty obvious. Virginia is the thumbnail screenshot you're going to see there. It is called Anniversary, and you can watch it for free. Yes, and it's on pace to beat Grimsley, but we we, we got to keep watching it. We're on pace. We haven't beat it yet, though, Virginia. I've already watched it twice. My family loves it. There you go. It keeps spreading the word. <laughs> Is that on the uh, on the bottom of the movie poster? My family watched it twice. Uh, we love it. Is that one of the endorsements? Two thumbs up. <laughs> My kids watched it, and they were horrified. <laughs> put, a, put a rating on it, bird. <laughs> My kids won't go to bed at night because they are haunted by the things they've seen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, if you're looking for something to do today, the Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show is going to get going. goes all the way through Sunday right there near Pier 66 Marina. You can uh, go and check that out. See a lot of boats that you can't afford. Fancy. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun little time. I've actually started to get into those boat shows. I never would get a boat, but I, for some reason, kind of enjoy going around and looking and just, you know. It is fun. It's fun to walk around because they serve cocktails. Yeah, there's a fun vibe. It's usually great weather. I mean, it's nice outside right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'd probably take a shuttle into that. I don't know what the uh, parking's like. Might be a little tricky. Other things uh, you got going on: the Miami Heat. They've got their regular season opener tonight. They take on the Detroit Pistons at the Caseya Center at seven thirty. So if you want to get then this one counts, Virginia. You bringing Cannon to any of those Heat games? I'd like to get to one. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. So he loves we're, uh, basketball. Yeah, not going tonight because uh, he's got uh, other stuff going on. He's got his own little football practice tonight, so we won't be able to get over to the Caseya Center. But uh, one thing we might check out, uh, they do a fun thing where they debut for college basketball before they start practicing for the season. And the FAU fighting house, hoot, 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 they're ranked number 10. In wow. the country, Virginia. Look at them. FAU is just putting themselves on the map. Yeah, they really are. Pretty awesome. So they're going to be doing kind of like a little uh, preseason party tonight, an introduction at Baldwin Arena there in Boca Raton on the campus. They're going to be unveiling their Final Four banner, which is what they made it to last year, Final yeah. Four in the country. At Baldwin. That's right. They got a skills challenge, a dunk contest. They got a light show going on, so that's going to be happening tonight. And uh, Miami Hurricanes got it, too. They're ranked uh, 13th preseason, so we got some good basketball basketball teams. And FIU's got uh, Jacksonville State at FIU Stadium tonight. KVJ. All right, we got the app of the show going to be coming up here live on YouTube, or you can get it where we get your podcast, Bird, if you would get us there with your thought for the day. Yes, Kevin, thank you. Time does not change people's personalities, no. It only reveals who they truly are. Oh, that's true. You can hide your demons in the beginning. Oh, she's still talking. I got her. I got her. Yeah, I like yeah, that one. Yeah. I like it. Sucker, yeah. so the KBJ Show on 97.9 WRMF.